How are your wallets? <laughs> Woo! Wednesday, is that all it is? Is the middle of the week? Man, we fucking move fast when we want to, though. Hey? When, we, when there's something to be done, uh, this place gets it done. What's up? Where do we begin? Um, chat not loading? Sometimes you got to refresh it a bunch of times. There's people over there uh, worried about that. Let me make sure my volume stuff is all... Yeah, I hate this. I got to get one of those... What are they called? Those roadcast The thing with the buttons? And you can just real-time, rather than clicking around and moving windows, I should have it right in front of me or I can just, that'd be a little, what year is this? I don't know, but I think, I think this is the end. I'm, we seemed like it last night. It seemed like the end of season three last night. That was a good finale, a good capper. Shirts came off. Greg got bullied. We went for seven or eight straight hours uh, like psychopath maniacs because uh, it had to happen. It had to happen. There's a lot, there's a lot going on here, guys. Let me see here. Why is this so dark? You want it to be pretty dark, but I mean, not that dark. <sighs> I need some white light. <laughs> Rogues. What is this? This Robocop? Yeah, I, I want to play this Robocop game. I've never, I have not had time though. It's been a few days. I'm going to, uh, don't, don't tell James Top yet, but I'm going to buy it for him for his birthday and mail it to him. <laughs> so he's a big Robocop fan, you know, I guess. So we're going to have to, we're going to have to get it in. You like the beard? Yeah, this is good. I think it's finished. I think we're, I think it's in its, Current final form for now. I think it's happy where it is. All right, where do we uh, where do we start? I'll get I'll get to some of these chats here. There's only a couple, so it won't take long. Season three finale, really? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Are you not tracking what's going on right now? Uh, I might have to uh, keep bring you guys up to speed. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, Liquid Zoo, thank you very much. Uh, gives the link to the Gives and Go Lysac Defense Fund. We'll get to that in a second. And Diago Eames is hands down the most based community in Canada right here. I agree. Uh, there's not really much else going on outside of us. Thought season three was over in September. 
No, this is it. It has to. It's over in spirit when we say it's over, you know. And I think this is probably a good, a good capping off point. A lot of a lot of wheels have turned. A lot of situations are improving for the better. However, uh, I realize that like so much has happened in the last couple of last day and a half that uh, I like. For, there's there's a lot of people that listen to this just you know the audio or they're not involved online they're not on social media they're not you know so on I mean like thousands of people right so they're hearing this everything they just hear the podcast you know um, it's fucking people with jobs and lives what's wrong with you <laughs> so we finished Monday um, I know I probably did talk a little bit about it Monday so on, on the weekend um, I did I did get a phone call. Um, from Mr. Lysak. He's one of the guys that is uh, currently incarcerated in Alberta, in Coots, Alberta, or from from the uh, border blockade uh, protest, uh, the convoy, uh, February 22. He's been held in uh, a remand center ever since, which is um, worse than prison because in the pen, you get like, you can wear your own clothes, you can watch TV in your cell, you can get video games and all kinds of stuff because you're in there for a long time and they want to make sure that... Uh, you know, you're as reasonably comfortable as, as can be expected because otherwise, you know, you, you want to minimize it, uh, the psychological toward it because people will go crazy and kill each other and you don't want that inside of, like if they're going to be there for 10 or 15 years, right? 20 years or five years even. Um, but in remand center and in jail, you don't get anything like that. Uh, it's shitty and you're there's people coming in off the street all the time. You're in there with everything from guys that have drunk driving tickets to murderers uh, awaiting uh, time and they're they're all... You know, telling you they, they, they want to go to the pen because that's a good spot. And you can get like outside jobs outside the prison. You're outside working all day. You can go like uh, sounds a lot better than where we were. <laughs> and this is this is where these guys have been this entire time um, and, and denied bail and everything else. Right. Um, a lot of fundraising has been done and, and efforts and stuff on their behalf, uh, not least of which uh, efforts from this community. Um, a lot of you guys, uh, the old Alberta effort that was put on uh, when was this April around that that during that time. Um, that was a big help as well. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know what they say? You can't, you can't really help anybody else. If you're, you know, when you're, when you're going down in a plane crash, God forbid (laughs) you put on your own oxygen mask before you help anybody else, because if you're dead, you you know, you, you're not have any help to anybody. Right. So, you know, you guys know what, uh, what I've been dealing with, obviously there's no, no need to rehash a lot of that. However, uh, just over the past week, uh, last few days, um, I started, uh, noticing and, and, you know, some, some issues and some tension and some fighting and some upset people, you know, with that whole situation. Um, and I came to learn that, uh, despite all of this, despite all of this fun and everything that's happened, uh, Mr. Lysak, um, well, he's, he's very unsatisfied with his legal situation because he, um, doesn't have a lawyer essentially. He's um, on a legal aid uh, appointee who seems about as interested in defending him as, you know, I do going to a gay pride parade. Um, he's fucking around on his computer and emptying emails and not, you know, paying attention and not con- not cooperating with the other lawyers and not talking to him and not doing anything. This guy calls me on the phone and he's um, he's not doing well. He's, he's very, you know, resigned and feels, you know, feels, you know, hopeless and stuff. So, um, you know, he asked, he, he you know, in his own way... Um, you know, ask for help. It's a humbling thing when, when someone thinks of you as someone that can do something like that, that, that can help at all. And listening to him, you know, in that kind of state, you know, Morgan and I were just sitting there and I was just like, <laughs> no. No, fuck this. 
Um, so I made some calls. I made some calls. I talked to uh, some people. Again, the networking I've been able to do and the, and the connections I've been able to make because of all the shit they tried to put me through. I wouldn't know after these people. I wouldn't know any of this. Thanks a lot. Again, you've just proven, you've just made Philip more powerful than he's ever be, been before. Great, great job with that. Get a hold of, get a hold of some guy. And, and they're like, this is the lawyer you need. This is the guy. I don't want to name him yet because uh, he's not retained yet. We're working on it. We're, we're fundraising. We'll get to that in a second. And, uh, you know, we talk about it. He calls, uh, calls around, calls the other lawyer, does, you know, gets debriefed, gets brought up to speed. He's it just so happens the dates all work. It just so happens the numbers all line up. It just so happens he's got time. It just so happens it's right up his alley. It's what he's interested in. And he's like, yeah. And then he goes, well, okay, now we got to talk business. Okay, let's do that then. And we talk, uh, we talk numbers and, uh, long story short, he says, uh, we need about, uh, 200 K by next Friday. So I said, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> and since then, you know, we, we get all this in place and, uh, you know, I just fucking put up the flare. I, we lit the beacons, you know, we lit the beacons, um, and set this up. We got a couple of people, uh, some close friends of his family friends there that are, uh, in the area that are, you know, real concerned about him and so on. And, um, they're uh, managing uh, this GoFundMe that we we help set up, and um, within it's it's little it's been twenty six hours or so, I would say, and um, we're at well let's refresh it because it's been a minute eighty one thousand dollars in a day, <laughs> actually more um, because there's been uh, you guys have you know sent some money over entropy and rumble and stuff to the guys and, and they're gonna you know send that over we've got the griff shop money from all the stuff you guys have been buying over the last few months we've got a few grand in there um, and you know Chris has uh, some savings as well from from the other thing the auctions and the the uh, the old Alberta uh, benefit you guys put up there so he's got a little bit of savings as well we're well over halfway done if you know is there, if you know someone else, some, some other group of people that can fucking sw- swing, swing 100K in a day, uh, I mean, let us know. That would be, they'd be probably very helpful to have on our side. But as it stands, you know, just remember, you guys don't even do anything. What can you guys even do? Oh, nothing really. Nothing really. So we're, we're in, it looks like we're in good shape. I think we're going to make it. Um, I spoke to the, I spoke to the lawyer again today. He's, he's impressed and satisfied. And I think he understands he's going to get paid. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, not to, don't want to jump the gun, but I, I think we're, I think we're in pretty good shape to pull this off. And then, uh, we're going to get that money over to him ASAP and he's going to get right to work. He's going to fly right out there right away. And he's going to, he's going to meet with him and they're going to fucking, uh, they're going to go to war. Um, which again, also, uh, will help the rest of the guys in there because it's a huge case. It's, uh, a lot of work and, um, you know, they've got one very, very good lawyer on, on one of them. And that, that law firm, cause they have a team, they've got staff and all this kind of stuff is essentially shouldering a lot of the load, um, you know, for the others. And, uh, this guy we're going to bring in is, um, you know, of, of a similar, <laughs> similar quality. So it's like, uh, it's like, it's no guarantee you're going to win guys, but this is like, tra- this is like 1996 trading for Yaramir Yager to add to your team before the playoffs. Uh, you're in a lot better shape. 
than you were without him. You know, and you want to give yourself the best chance to win, don't you? Because the uh, the consequences are are quite severe if you don't. And um, I refuse to just uh, sit here and, and watch this happen to somebody who who doesn't deserve this. Thank you for using Tellmink. Hi, this is Chris Lightback. I have asked Jim and Kevin Watson to do this and arrange a give and go and bank account. I endorse them. So I don't know why it does that. I keep you keep uh, something impressing keeps. I wonder if it's this one. No, something impressing keeps knocking the uh, decibels out of control here. But uh, this is this is Chris himself. He's hit me. He sent this in uh, today, today, and uh, he knows uh, as of this morning. He already he woke up. This guy, you know, I'm I'm so fucking proud of you guys. I'm so happy and I'm so proud of this, you know, everything we've built and done here together and, and, and weathered and suffered. And, and you, were, you guys collectively were able to, you know, bring hope to this man who was ready to fucking, you know, just in a span of two days, he, he goes from, you know, thinking he may never see his children again to now, now there's a chance because he's got this morning he had $60,000. Now he's almost doubled that. Thank you for using Tellmink. Oh, hi, this is Chris Lightback. I have asked Jim and Kevin Watson to do this and arrange a give tank go and bank account. I endorse them doing this so I can retain new legal counsel and pay him. Thank you all for donating to this. All this humbles me. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. And my girls, thank you too for your effort. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care of yourself. Okay. Tell everybody that to please. Will I will, man. I'll pass it on. Okay. Okay. Stay hard, brother. Yeah, hang in there, man. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for using Tellmink. You guys did that. You know. I just shut it out. I just pushed the boulder. You guys did the rest. So when I say like, I I really believe this, this group of people we've assembled based on our common values and our beliefs and our spirit and our our love for our our people and our home and our history and, and who we are. And we refuse to be pushed around, uh, when, when it got really bad and people were really fucking scared in this country that uh, they're going to take people to camps. I mean, it sounds crazy to say now, maybe you weren't paying attention. These were, they were talking about it on TV in the House of Commons and Parliament. Like, what do we do with these people, man? Maybe something's got to be done. Maybe something's got to be done. But everybody's losing their job. It was horrible. Like, people's moms were having nervous breakdowns. Like, it was horrible. I hated what it was doing to my family and everybody else's. And when the country was suffering that badly, um, a small fringe minority of people took to the streets and said, fuck you. No, make me. No, this is done. This is fucking done, son. No, 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 no. We're going to have a little chat about this. This is outrageous. This has gone too far. This has gone too far. He was, he was there. He was one of those people. And he got caught up in this nonsense and became the victim of a narrative spin and media smears and out of control delusional imaginations. And he's being psychologically tortured, his family, his children, all the rest of them. Who, who's, who's stepping up to, to look after him? When he needs help, who, who showed up to help him? Was it Jordan Peterson? 
Was it was it any of these, you know, rich, big mouth, you know, personalities in this country? Or who was it? Was it moms and dads and, and sons and daughters and workers and, and blue collar people of this country that knew in their heart they saw this this guy stood up he stood there and he stood up for you and now he needs help and you decided I'm gonna stand up and I'm gonna stick up for him. That's pretty based, guys. That's fucking super based. We'll fucking see about this. Man on the Mountain says, yeah, 634 days they've been locked up as of today. Synthetic, what's up, sir? So, for Chris, what a champion. I vote a marble statue needs to be made out of him. So powerful and inspiring, you see how much the fund has jumped. His situation is unbelievable, unjust, and appalling. The Dagalonian with a donation for Chris. Thank you very much, man. This is going to make a difference, guys. Bringing in these heavy hitters like this that cost the big money to do the big damage, it, it makes a big fucking difference, I promise. So feel good about it. That's your work. That's what you did. You worked hard, you made that money, and you decided, you know, somebody else needs it more than me. Fucking based. No victim mentality over here, boy. We don't fucking lay down and die. We just come back harder and look for ways to fucking destroy you. And uh, so far, it's never failed. <laughs> How many times... We're like Bitcoin. Did I see, that was an old joke I used to make. Remember that one, guys? Quick, probably remembers that one. How many... T- who's been... Who's been... The call... The death of has been called more times in what? Bitcoin or Diagonalon? <laughs> ah, it's over now. It's over. It's over. We're literally doing better than ever. And uh, Phil is just like, give me money! And they're like, here's $100,000. Oh, fuck, that was... Okay. <laughs> Pretty sick, you know? And uh, I think we're going to make... And it hasn't even really gotten around yet. It's only been a day, right? I'm pretty confident we're going <clears> to <throat> be able to pull that off and, and help them out, you know? And uh, that's uh, that's great because everybody, um, everybody in this country deserves and needs to have proper, competent, professional... Uh, uh, legal defense, and here's why: um, these cases, like this, especially big ones, important ones like this, uh, the rulings, the findings, how it turns out, is going to shape the course of the justice system. It's going to set a precedent forever. This will be on the book when this is all said and done. This is going to be on the books forever. This is canon. This is in stone. Done. This is what happened according to the legal system. And you get a chance to hold the pen. You have to. Do everything you can to make sure it is as fair and as put to the truth as possible. 
Not this political shenanigans and making people look bad. No, 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 no. It's too important. It's our home. It's where we live. This affects everybody. And if they can do this to him, they can do it to you, me, anybody, your father, your son, your kids, your sister. It is our responsibility to not allow, and I don't care who the fuck you are. You'll have the anti-convoy twits and idiots and whatever, but I don't care if you're a fucking PPC, you know, fanatic, if you're a CPC Apple bro with man titties, I don't care if you're an agnostic Reddit beard weirdo, uh, and cap fucking libertarian fat guy. I, I really don't give a shit because this is bigger than all of us. It doesn't matter what we personally believe, what problems we have with each other. Are you going to, are you the type of person? Cause I'm fucking not. Are you the type of person that's going to sit there and watch? The government try to destroy a human being and multiple and they're and just cause because it's nice for them because it's convenient for them. No criminal record, no danger to society. Hate gate. Hello, the RCMP and ceases his own correspondence. Like, yeah, this is ridiculous nonsense. And yet, that's why they're in jail because it's. I mean, which is it, guys? If we don't, we have to do everything we can to to make this as clear like we have to clean that window with a fucking scrub brush i want to be you want to it's want to be so clear you don't even see it's there that's how clear this needs to be and you can't get that if you have people that are mailing it in 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 court just fucking not paying attention not putting up a fight not you know because you can't if you don't have the money either you can't pursue uh, different motions for disclosure and, and different avenues of, I want this affidavit and I want this guy's records and I want to see a look at this. All of these things cost money. They cost time. There's effort. There's st- like research. All this shit has to happen. And it's like it's like going to war with a, with a pencil. Like you bring as many guns as you can bring. You don't, you don't, you know, you don't budget a war. You don't go, well, I really like to save some money. I don't, I don't want to, What? Like, dude, you're fighting for your life. You, ev- everything is expendable at that point. Like, you throw everything in the kitchen sink. You burn your own clothes if you have to. So to, to sit there and, and watch this happen is outrageous. And the fact is, there's, there's two million people, at least in this country, that were not cool with any of the mandates or any of the... Any of the and it, that, that doesn't matter. That's what, the, that's what the convoy was really about, is that the government was out of control. It was getting into our lives in a personal way. We were very uncomfortable and threatened by it. And we reacted appropriately, very appropriately, in the most you know widespread demonstration, most effective demonstration in national history, for sure. And it inspired copycat ones all over the world, from Brazil to the Netherlands, the United States. We did that. You guys did that. You were part of history. This is all still part of... It's not over, guys. The show goes on. Chapter two, three, four, five. We'll, we'll fucking write this book till we're dead. That's a lot of people to sit there and apparently not be aware of or not care of all of those people threw in a fucking dollar. This is over yesterday. And they're worried about, uh, oh, but my bank account, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, that's on purpose. They did that to scare you so you wouldn't do exactly this. Don't support the people that stuck up for you. No, no, don't you dare give them money because we'll come after you now. Oh, they fucking got me. They got Morgan, but you know what? I'm not fucking going anywhere. You either believe in this or you don't. This is important to you or it isn't. And there's there's no... <laughs> Like, they use the Emergency Act to justify all of this. It's over, man. They're not going to just, oh, did you send $10 to some guy's fucking legal fund? Yeah, that's, he's, he has a right to. There's no laws against 
I'm allowed to give money to charitable causes if I want to. I can give money to the SPCA if I want. I can do whatever I want with it. I could certainly donate it to Israel if I fucking want, can't I? I can donate it to the IDF. I can do that. I can buy them fucking guns if I want. That's the kind of power and unity of a, a that we need as a people to have is that certain, you know, critical issues that affect all of us that it doesn't they just grabbed anybody. In my opinion, I think they identified some guys and it was like, yeah, okay, this could work. This one, these yeah, these four or five, you grab 10 or 12 of these guys, and we'll see what we can stitch together. You can't let that stand. And I and I'm not saying I I don't know. I wasn't there. All I know is this needs to be looked at with a fucking microscope and that's not going to happen unless you provide the re- unless the resources are there to do that or they get away with it. And they'll say, oh, no, it was totally justified. Okay, that's fine. If you say that, that's fine. But we're going to make you prove that. And if you can't prove that, holy shit. Oh, you're in fucking big trouble now. Are you fucking around? Are you cr- trampling people's rights because you're cranky? I hope that's not the case. Because if that's what it fucking turns out to be, lawsuits are the least of your worries. Ah, what's 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 the complete erosion and destruction of public confidence in the legal system anyway? What is that? What does that have any effect on anything? So I'm saying as a human being, as a as a Canadian patriot, even maybe not even Canadian, you could be American, whatever, just like this is a global struggle that's going on. And it's really not that much money when there's fucking millions of us. I don't see you fucking... I threw in a lot of money. <laughs> like most of my savings. I got a little bit left. I'll see if we get close and it's still too short. I'll I'll throw one else. Another log on the fire, you know. But that's where it came from. It wasn't a couple people with a pile of money. There's tons of million, There's tons of donations there. $5, $10, $20. Multiplied by 2,000 people is, you know, like 50 grand. That's the whole power of this. And that that scares the shit out of them. Why do you think they shut down the Give, Send, Go and the, and the GoFundMe and all that for the convoy? That money would have kept coming in and it never would have ended. We would have overpowered. They would have been, the convoy, uh, you know, would have overpowered the, the government. <laughs> Like it's say and what should happen would be louder than the country would just be like, give them whatever they want. Just end this. That's where it was going. Just end this cave. And they were like, no, 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 no. And they did the emergency act and decided to fucking brutalize everyone and freeze bank accounts and throw an epic temper tantrum. Now, years later, they're like, with the hangover, like, <laughs> can't we just move on, you guys? Let's just learn everything and move on. Fuck. No, no, we covered this. Nobody's moving on. We're not going anywhere. I don't care. You fucking, you, you got some explaining to do, boy. Shinglefoot? <laughs> um, oh, I see. Am I supposed to say your name or not? I don't know. This is one of the, this is one of the desert homies from back in the day. I got a disturbing development in, as far as that goes. Remember his name. It says, we didn't fight in the fake Zionist wars to allow our own best to be used by the weakest of the weak. No shit. We take care of our own. Add this to the fundraiser. Love you all. Thank you, man. I got to keep a tally of this. I'll just I'll just throw it all. In there. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we're getting close. Zio Bubba says Philip is a hungry goat. Don't cross him. Don't cross him because it's like 
he'll he'll come at you and he'll penetrate your soul. And you're like, with his horns? If you're fucking lucky, it's his horns. If you're lucky, you don't want this. <laughs> you don't want that Philip smoke. First of all, it's probably narcotics. And second of all, it burns. Drives you insane. And you become in a downward spiral, obsessed with us for years on end, and can think of little else. It occupies a significant amount of your mental time and slowly erodes your day. You know, it's like you lose hours a day spazzing and spurging out about it. And you're like, whatever, I'm just on Twitter fucking, yeah, yeah, that's what you think. Hours every day. How many hours a week? How many days a month? How many months or weeks a year? How many years? I'm taking years of your life away over the long term, and I'm depositing it in my in my spiritual power Vril Sheen Gun Bank to use against other enemies in the future. I'm essentially, I'm, I'm literally drinking your soul from your body. I'm taking what's whatever is positive, I'm, I'm taking it. It's mine now. And that's why you're becoming a more and more disgusting, vile, wretched person. Have you noticed them? They're getting fatter, drunker on more, just, ah, just physically de- de- degenerating in front of your eyes like they're melting. That's, that's why that's happening. That's why I seem to be getting stronger, more, more youthful, more powerful. Because I'm a vampire. I'm reverse vampiring the vampires, the goblin people. They have no answer for this. Then they just flail and screech and re, and they have no idea what to do. So they make hundreds of Twitter accounts and they spurt out. It's uh, it's a phenomenon in itself. We're we're so big now. We have our own cottage industry of hate club uh, people. A couple dozen of them are basically obsessed with us full time. It's it's impressive. You know who else has got that? Like professional wrestlers as like heel characters are hated less. Nobody even cares about you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. I think we're quite quite uh, loathed. And, and look at the quality of the people that do. What kind of people are they? And they're like, oh, they're like the worst fucking people in the world. Right. So the worst people in the world hate you. That means you're like, you know, you're doing good, kid. Uh, the Reverend Chad Kroger says, I don't know who is the oppressor and the oppressed anymore. I do want to oppress now. <laughs> my turn yeah it's a it's a it's a fight this is the whole thing this is the the whole real war is right here in your home in your mind in the soul of your country and the people around you uh because if we lose that war there's why why who gives a fuck what's going on in the middle east man you don't have a home anymore it's all gone you're a slave in an empty wasteland full of strangers that's terrifying that sounds like the worst outcome possible that sounds like hell i don't think what's worse than that Imagine these suckers that do go to these wars. I was one of them. So I'm like, I'm literally telling, I like, look, (laughs) the medals came. I did this already. Right. But I mean, like right now, like this current one, they go to Iran or something. Some 20 year old, 25 year old fucking sergeant thinks he's like, man, this could be fucking amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Be over there for however long we'd probably lose. Right. Uh, And somehow, you know, he survives, comes home and it's like, yeah, everybody, it's India now. And everybody's poor and broke and destroyed and everybody you know is gone and everybody's sick and everything's destroyed and you're just like all by yourself. Sweet. That sounds sweet. So like what a waste of time uh, and energy and you'd probably be thinking how the fuck did this happen and where is everybody? Um, or or you stay here and you, and you join us and you help us and, and uh, take these fucking people apart because uh, we don't want to live that way. We want to have... Um, something resembling sanity for our children who are still young and 
hopeful that their lives aren't going to be uh, slavery and miserable and scary because they're hunted. That's all, I don't want that. Um, so that's what we'll get if we don't uh, fight it back. It's like there's a bear charging at you. You're like, oh, geez, I hope it doesn't eat me. Like, it will if you don't shoot it. Yeah, that appears to be what it's doing. <laughs> you know, your strategy is you just hope. We're going to stand here and hope. There's a predator coming right at you, and you're like, well, the Bible says, get the fuck. <laughs> Put your fucking book down and shoot. No, I'll just pray. Oh, okay. You know, don't waste too much time. You can't save everybody. Um, Mark Miller says, in Rochambeau, we'll win. I think so. I think it's inevitable because everything they have built is built out of sand. It's not real. The, the compliance and the loyalty that these people, and they're seeing it now, right? Holy shit. And they're mad. Are they mad? I can't fucking believe it. They're all freaking out. They're passing all kinds of laws. You can't say that. You can't do that. How can this be? Because you're full of shit and everybody knows it. You're making up wars for no reason. And oh man, these, these politicians, I tweeted about that yesterday or today, whenever it was. They're all wearing the poppies now. I will never wear one again. This is how out of touch these people are. How many Afghan vets do you know? Very few, man. There's a reason for that. Go ask them. I want you to go ask them. They're all wearing it, and I'm like, so you're pretend virtue signaling. This is what, And they're all doing it just because everybody else is doing it. The only reason they do it is because if they were the only one that didn't, it would be a scandal. So they have to wear it all and pretend. Pretend that they're not just virtue signaling. Weren't you the guys just like going rah, 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 World War Three like 10 minutes ago? Slava, Ukraine, let's fight Russia. And now you're like, oh, remember all the soldiers that died pointlessly, though, also? You're the most full of shit fucking person. I fucking hate seeing you. Fuck, it was bad enough on TSN with the uh, the sports ball guys wearing them. And I'm like, Vah. that's just annoying, right? And irritating. But to see politicians wearing it who are also warmongering Jewish supremacists just makes my blood turn to acid. A smaller version of my face is going to push and just going to spit acid all over their face. Just like Alien. Fuck. Also, all the all the pointless wars and dead soldiers and their families and so on. Also that. Let's have another one where everyone else's kids and family goes but me and I get rich. You bitch, you better take that fucking off right now. If I ever see any of these politicians in the street wearing that, get ready. Get your fucking cameras out because it's viral video time. Have a, have a race to Twitter and TikTok. Watch this. You want to see somebody melt in real time? You want to see somebody catch fire? You want to see, do you want to see a, spunt, a, a politician spontaneously combust before your eyes? Watch this, you know? Hey, Jackie! Hey, big fan! Big fan! Notice you have unwavering support for Israel and Slava Ukraine and all that. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, where the fuck do you get off? Are you planning on joining the military at any time? You know, they take officers up to the age of 60 now in the Canadian forces. You don't look that old to me. Where's the recruiting center? Or perhaps your children are going. Is that what it is? Your, your, children, your kids are going, right? Your kids are going to the meek rider. Because you wouldn't stand there and suggest we all go do that when you're not going to. Because that would be extremely fucking hypocritical, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you agree? Oh, who am I? I'd be wearing my medals, by the way. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Can you speak into my CD? 
Can you speak into my campaign star and my sacrifice medal, please? Like, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you think you have the? You're allowed to speak now? No, no. This isn't a. This isn't a conversation, Jack. You fucking stand at attention when I'm talking to you. This isn't a conversation. Eyes straight ahead. Don't you fucking look at me. Don't you ever fucking look at me again. If you ever look at me, I will cut your fucking eye out with your own KFS and I'll feed it to your mother in front of you. Cut the shit. If I ever see this again, we're going behind the sea cans and things are going to happen to you. Weird things. Scary things. Things you need therapists for. Things that are going to leave a burning sensation in your asshole for a long time. Numbness, tingling in the feet, stuff like that. Get the fuck out of here. That's how you do it. (laughs) Bro, did that politician just get jacked up by the sergeant major right in the street? Yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) That's the best thing I've ever seen. I think that's what everyone wants. Everyone in the whole country wants that to happen. They want some bald, airborne veteran to just fucking come across the street. They want Mike Rude to just come across the street. Oh, he looks mad. Pace stick. Good morning. How you feeling? Ah! Ah! <laughs> Get him, Sergeant Major! Get him! I don't like politicians, obviously. I don't know. If, I didn't know if that was obvious. I'm just—I really don't like them. Probably because they lie professionally, and I don't. <laughs> They've committed to lying professionally. They saw politics and were like, "Oh, good, I can lie forever, all the time." That's me. That's who I am as a person. I'm just watching this. Like, why are we allowing this? That guy's ste- that guy's stealing money. No, he's got look. There's money falling out of his pants. Literally, like a cartoon. They're doing cocaine in the fucking... Oh, come on, guys. Put your pants on. Hey, she's kind of hot, actually. But... This is fucked up. This isn't how you run things. Send in Mike Rude again. He got out way before me. He's from the... You know, so I don't know. I'm just assuming. I'm trying to imagine what it would have been like to get jacked up by Mike Rude. I'm like, I think it would have been scary. (laughs) When you're younger and you don't know any better, this is also, I guess, a quasi Remembrance Day stream now. You know, these guys are, they're fucking terrifying. But then later you're like, it's just part of the job. You just, you know, nobody really cares. Everyone's, nobody gives a shit. It's it's like a chore. They'll sit around with the NCOs and be like, fuck, I got it. Who wants to do it? Uh... I'll fucking do it, I guess. What do you do? What was it? The NVGs? You lost? Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. When? Okay. <laughs> and then you just go unload. You just go unload your personal stress. It has nothing to do with him. You're just yelling about your ex-wife. 
and she'll fucking come home and there'll be some motherfucking dude's underwear on the floor and you'll be like, bitch, what's this? Two deployments in a row, Karen! Two in a row! And you know, this fucking kid's just like... <laughs> you know? <laughs> Sees him later downtown while he's drinking. Like, oh, let's go to the warehouse, guys, and take a load off. Ha <laughs> I'm a 20-year-old private! That sounds like a great idea, fellas! They go down in their Mickey Mouse costumes. They're fucking brand new sneakers. They're all fucking... They look like little cholo kids. You're like, what are you doing? You're the most awkward guys in the world. With your fucking high and tights like you just came out of Black Hawk Down. No one cuts their hair like this in real life, guys. What the fuck is wrong with you? They're all wearing movie haircuts. They're wearing their fucking dog tags. They think they're fucking... <laughs> now I'm making... Are you making fun of... So I'm making fun of me. We all did it. Fucking way too big khaki pants, black socks in sneakers that are totally inappropriate, dog tags hanging out, already like nine beers deep, and they come strolling into the fucking bar. Yeah, I'm in the army! I'm in the fucking army! And, and there's us, the sergeant and Mike Rude in the corner. What the fuck are you doing? You can't do that to me! This is Civvy Street, bitch. I can do whatever I want to. I'll fuck you right now. Work is usually real awkward on Monday. <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's pretending Saturday night didn't happen. <laughs> All pretending. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about what happened. None of you guys saw me beat that guy up in the parking lot. I didn't see you shit faced out of your mind, throwing up on the floor of the bar, starting fights with girls. Everybody good? We got our story straight. We all played it. We stayed home when we read Encyclopedia Britannica, didn't we, boys? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Make up some story. Genghis Khan. Remember those stories I told you? Tell them we learned about that. Stay up. <laughs> How was your weekend, troops? Excellent, sir. It was excellent. How was yours? Well, I read lots of books, and I got to bed at a, at a good time. I was pretty much in bed. Sometimes on the weekends, though, Sergeant, I get a little... I stay up till like, 11.30, you know. I, I, I come close to the to the, to the 2400 cutoff, you know, because we got to be up at 5 sharp. Was that when the optimal time... Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, we, Brad, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Silly me. Oh, my goodness. There's all these nerd officers. <laughs> One of the best officers I had was like, and he'll tell you this, like a train wreck. <laughs> he was not officer material. He was like a goon. He was like one of us without trying. It's like you just took a sergeant, like a, a guy, two divorces deep, out drinking problem. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying he had, you know, just this fucking, ugh, that character. And you're like, let's just put an officer hat on him and see what happens. He's a captain. It was amazing. 
He'd be like, what's going on, boys? And like, tell him, like, sir, fucking, you know, blah, 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 happened. He'd be like, that's fucking super gay. What is this bullshit? I know, right? And he's like, I'm fucking see you about this. Goes out to a battalion parade, no beret on. Where's your fucking headdress? He's like, fuck, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> what? I was talking to him in a tent one day. We're in the office. And we were just talking about, um, uh, well, Nova Scotia, because we we're both from the province. And he was telling me some crazy stories. He used to have different jobs earlier in life. Um... I don't know how much I want to say because somebody might guess who it is. <laughs> I want him to be out of it. Well, you know, once upon a time, a guy owed somebody money and he had him in a cage naked for a couple of days until he figured out how he was going to get paid. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I was just basically muscle for this. All right, cool. Whatever, man. I used to have a paper out when I was 16. So, I mean, it's cool. So now you're, now you're, now you're a commissioned officer in the military, huh? A captain. How, what's that like? <laughs> Oh, still, I, I still talk to him. He's a great guy. He's doing well. I hope he was last time, but you never know. You got to keep checking on him. Uh, Crisby says, my brother, I'm so proud of what you've done for your entire community over the years. I'm, I'm proud of you guys. Says, I ended up donating to Chris four times last night. Don't put yourselves out. I mean, don't fucking blow up your life if you can spare it, if you can handle it. And you're like, like I gave, I was like, this is what I can part with. And you know, it's not going to risk, it's not going to put me in danger or anything, right? I'm not going to be like, I just have no money anymore. Oh, well, fucking, well, I don't know. Like I said, if you're out of the game, you can't, you can't help anyone else. Like we, the stronger you are individually for like, then you can help others, right? That's how, what was what the saying? Somebody said, I saw the other day. It's like, that's a great one. I always wish I'd write that one down. It's like the strength of the, the strength of the pack is the wolf and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Like, we're strong because there's so many of us together, fighting together. And also, as individuals, uh, because they're fucking based. (laughs) They're just those kinds of people in large numbers. Dangerous. Dangerous. Um, He says, uh, you're an inspiration to me and everyone out there. Sleep well, my friend. You deserve more than you've ever imagined. That's ridiculous. That's not true. I deserve a candy bar once in a while. And uh, I had a Red Bull today. So, I think I'm... I'm getting close. That's, <laughs> I don't want to push you too much further. Might eat a candy bar later. And then I'll be like, okay, that's, that's, too, much, that's too much happiness for me. I got to go outside in the rain and fucking roll around in the mud or something. <laughs> balance it out. Balance it out. The army teaches you to hate yourself, and the more you do it, the more powerful you become. I know it sounds fucked up, but it's true. The more you abuse yourself mentally, the power, and it becomes a strangely addictive. You like to do What do you think happened to David Goggins? He went all the way. You don't go all the way. He he went all the way into that shit. <laughs> Where's the Um Is this the one I want? Oh come on. This is taking so long. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe this will do it. Yeah, here we go. You're supposed to you're supposed to abuse yourself a little. It, it helps you toughen yourself up, right? It's like iron sharpens iron, and it's it's rewarding when you level up mentally 
And everyone that's ever done that knows exactly what I mean. And it's thrilling. It's the coolest feeling. And then all of a sudden you start to be like, I can fucking conquer things. And you're like, what else can I fucking do? It's, it's like you learned how to shoot lightning out of your hands. You're like, whoa, this is, I'm going to go melt people. You know what I mean? And you do something and you're like, I probably can't do this, but I'm going to try anyway. And you're like, holy fucking shit, I did it. That's insane. I couldn't believe it. What else can I do? What else can I endure? What else can I put up with, right? Um, it, it's good to do it for a little while, but, you know, if you go all the way, you just, you just become David Goggins, who's just perpetually... He, like, looks for painful things to sit on. He swims upriver to get a sandwich just because it's insane with a rucksack on. I don't even think he was ever in combat, but I'm basically creating a caricature of these guys that just, they become addicted to being mentally unstoppable and then it just goes too far. Then you're swimming up, uh, swimming up the New Jersey River with a rucksack on and a gas mask with a knife in your teeth. Just cause walking there and getting it would be too soft. These dag people are scary. I am. I'm, I'm scared of what we've created. I'm gonna have a flashback now. Why not have a minute of explosion noises? <laughs> I love the you know, basically anything you want as like a soundtrack for something. Just type in a generic statement that roughly describes it. Someone's uploaded it to YouTube already. I'm, I'm 95% of the time it exists, which is fucking crazy to me. I'm like, I'll be like whimsical storytelling music. And I'm like, that's exactly what I pictured in my head. Um, you know, ominous ambient villain uh, music. There's perfect every time. Every time. It's amazing. We control the internet too. All right. I got to catch up on these. This is, or, or maybe, no, I didn't. I did not catch up at all. <laughs> Medic. <laughs> I remembered too hard. I noticed too hard. I started noticing. Once I started noticing, I noticed that I noticed. Then I started to notice how much I was noticing. That's even better. That's what I should have did. That's what I should have did. I need a different song, though. There's a whole playlist of those. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Look at this. Background Vietnam War music. Uh, <laughs> it's all the shit. G so, but you're being hit by the fucking stuff. North Vietnamese. Hmm. That's a good one. This is a good one. We'll do this one. This is this is what's happened to most of us. Because this is the real war, the mental, the spirit war. The fucking one that eats your soul. People like end up people commit suicide. It's it's insane, dude. I'm not kidding. Like some of this shit is heavy that it's like and then they just... I was watching TV.
was this documentary. I couldn't shake it. I started looking shit up on the internet. And there was some shit. You notice shit? Then you start to notice what you noticed. Then you notice how much there is to notice. Next thing you know, all you fucking think about is noticing. You don't know what it was like. You don't even fucking remember what it was like to not notice. You can't even go to the fucking grocery store without noticing. You notice in your fucking sleep. You notice when you jack off. You wouldn't fucking get it, man. You weren't there. I'm going to bed. Watch the 12. Wake me up at 4. What is he What is he talking about? Wake him up at where? What? I just asked him how his day what, I just, what, Is he okay? What is, what's wrong with Kevin? Kevin's coming back to us soon and he's seen some things. Kevin's not the Kevin you remember. I sent him to 4chan. I sent him to like the, the worst parts of Telegram. He's looking at bit shoot videos. He's talking to Lucas Gage. It's not good. Kevin's uh Kevin doesn't say it much anymore, you know? And you're and you're glad for that because you're like We just hope he has a good Thanksgiving. We just hope he comes to Thanksgiving, you know, smiles and you know everything. There's just no problems. That's the You know, it's it's he's that guy now. He's coming over for Thanksgiving. Well, a lot of you guys are that guy probably. <laughs> That's why I have those memes. I won't talk about any of this shit at Thanksgiving. Two drinks later. Or like Christmas. It's like the Christmas trees on the ground. Somebody's yelling at somebody. <laughs> His name is Sheldon Adelson. Fucking Google Sheldon Adelson right fucking now. We're just trying to have dinner. Oh, this is a stupid stream. And it has to be because here we go. We're going to do this periodically. Let's check in. Where are we at? That was uh, an hour ago. 84, almost $85,000. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and I should sell the, because um, if you're listening to the audio, you'll be like, where the fuck even is this? It's givesendgo.com slash Lysak Defense Fund. L-Y-S-A-K. Defense Fund. D-E-F-E-N-S-E. Fund. F-U-N-D. These are easy words to spell. His last name's a little strange, but the rest should be easy. The rest should be easy. If you want to go and uh, if, if you want to help out, we'd really appreciate it. He, he you know, he, he very much would. And I think he, def- he he deserves it, man. He deserves it as much as anybody ever has in this place. I saw some, somebody on Twitter had the fucking, I was like, is this a joke? And I'm like, I don't think it is. I, I think this fucking guy's serious. No idea who this person is. Comments. 
Well, I wish they would have fucking raised money for me when I was wrongfully arrested and let go and charged and they dropped it. It was abuse. I was going to sue them for abuse. I was like, oh, really? Were you in jail for a day? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the same. That's the same as this. Remind me to never help you with anything ever. Are you fucking serious? You showed up to this to say that. This guy's been looking at a life sentence. He's been in on jail for, it'll be two years in February. Life destroyed, separated from his children. There, All of this. And you're like, I wish I didn't get any fucking money for that time I was arrested for four hours. Are you fucking serious? Because <laughs> you want to sue them, huh? Well, here's the thing. If you have a really good, solid case and you take the evidence to a, a, a good civil litigator and there's a good, they'll, they might do it on conting, what's called contingency, meaning you don't even have to pay them up front. They'll be like, we're pretty sure we're going to win and I'm going to take a piece of this anyway. Well, usually 30% or something, or something like that, right? So there's your solution. And if you're like, well, no, the lawyers will take it, then it's not a good case because lawyers like to make money, dickhead. Like everybody. Why do you think they're lawyers? Like, hey, what jobs can I do that would, you know, require my brain a little bit? And they make, you know, well, that's a good job. I could do that job. They didn't do it because they're like, I'm just going to never make money. I'm going to live in a box. I'm going to live in a box and eat fish tacos that are discarded on the streets of Vancouver. That's how you know he's the best lawyer, <laughs> right? There's all these common law expert weirdos out there and fucking, oh my God. Oh my God. These. <sighs> Well, what does he know? Fuck it. Have you seen my record, though? Or lack of one, actually? Have you seen how that worked? You see how... We, you know what we did? Here's the secret. Oh, it must be feds or something. No. Uh, appropriately, uh, like a smart person, you go, well, we're going we're gonna to need, like you said, good players on the team to get the truth out because they're going to have to fight. If they're not just going to let it happen, they want to bury you, don't they? Oh, yes, they do. And they're going to try to do that. So unless you defend yourself... Uh, quoting the Magna Carta and shit is not going to... That's not real. They they will laugh at you and put you in jail forever. That's ridiculous. Oh, fucking... Oh, you know, oh, well, it worked for me, didn't it? Oh, it's fucking... No, it's called real life, and it's called capitalism. Unfortunately, this is the system we have. And if you are uh, very good at a specific skill that is in high demand, like, oh, you know, keeping people out of jail, rich people will pay a lot of money for that. If you're good at it, because if you know, there's billionaires and millionaires and very successful people exist and sometimes they get in trouble and they're like, oh shit, who do I pay? Who do I buy? Who's the best? Who's the best lawyer? Like, what's the most expensive one? Because I can spare it and I don't give a shit and I want to not go to jail and they get those guys because that's how it works. How do you get the, the best ones cost the most money? No, typically, right? They're not cheap, right? It doesn't make any sense. So, okay, you want skills, experience, and they're motivated, and they're professionals, and all that. Oh, I should get that for free. You don't get that for free anywhere in life, dude. I want skilled, professional, top-of-the-line, best doctors, fucking, I don't want to pay anything for it at all. Okay, uh, would you like the moon as well? Oh, we don't fucking pay for healthcare. And ca our taxes are a bajillion dollars. Yes, we do. And it's shitty healthcare. It's shitty healthcare we pay for. That they force us to pay for. My point is, you want you want high level shit done. You need high level. You need to match that. Why does it cost so much? Because you're asking for like big weapons. You want a fucking battleship to sail on over. Why should it? You know what I mean? You're like, well, I got have money for a fishing boat. That should be enough. I'm good for you. Good luck. Because the government's got a battleship, right?
It's got a few of them. So not only do you need one, you need a crafty one that's good at it. If you want to have a chance, or you can, you know, I don't know, talk to crazy cat lady Jane. <laughs> Tells you to bribe everybody. Here's what you do. You tell him how much is it going to cost to make all this go away. Are you fucking serious? Oh, yeah, he'll know exactly what you mean. Like, yeah, it's called a bribe. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an offense. You want me to commit an offense <laughs> to, the, to the fucking lawyers and the prosecutors? <laughs> What are you, Lionel Hutz? What is this? Mr. Hutz, are you drinking? It's 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but I haven't slept in days. Mm. Last chance. <laughs> oh, Lionel. Oh, what the fuck are we even talking about? This whole stream's a mess. That's okay. Uh, Sergeant Rock DSF says, good evening, everyone. And no one gets on the truck. This clown government's out of control and the coots four need to be released. Nothing less will be acceptable in my view. So proud to see donations coming from everyone. DNDF. Yeah. Again, reasonable bail. You have a right to reasonable bail in this country. And if there's no, if they're not a threat to public safety and there's no, like put them on house arrest, put them on fucking ankle monitors. Why, why, why? What the fuck? There's no victims. Well, they're planning something. Then fucking put cameras on them 24-7. Put ankle monitors on them and fucking say you can't leave your house or we'll, you'll put you in prison. At least they can see their families. It's fucking a lot, hell of a lot better than where they're at. And what, what, what's the risk of that? Like, well, it's expensive. They'd have to pay for it. It's a lot cheaper than the lawyers are paying for. What the fuck is this? This makes no sense. And everyone can see that and the pressure is mounting. Big time. And I was saying earlier, like, what are these people with the money? Why don't they? This, These sons of bitches. Rebel News is going on a cruise. They're going on a cruise, guys. Ten, like eight or $10,000 a seat, by the way, if you want to go hang out with these fucking professional grift artists. Uh, remember a couple months ago? He's calling me a fed and all of this kind of shit, which I've fucking, I'm, we're, we're settling that in court, I guess. He was out there, donate to this, and for their fucking lead, we're going to help them fight the blah, 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 blah. And then they withdrew support for one guy, Marco Van Hugenboss, and just fucked off. How much money was that? That was money people meant for to help these guys, not fucking send you on a goddamn cruise. What the fuck is this? Hello? Is this legal? Are you allowed to do this? I genuinely don't know. I'm I'm kind of confused. It's like CRA and Revenue Canada not being like, are you stealing? Like, what, what's going on here? Because if you say, hey, give me money so I can do this, and then you do something completely fucking different, that's uh, a lie. That's fraud, isn't it? I think that's what that is. Like, if I pay a contractor to renovate my kitchen, and he just doesn't do it and goes to Mexico, I'd be like, um, I think he stole from me. I don't, I don't know what happened just now. Does it feel like stealing to you guys? Feels like stealing to me. Don't know. I guess I don't know. I I'm just a dumb idiot that fought fucking fight fighting five cases simultaneously, and half the country it feels feels like, and CSIS and the RCMP with my with our with our you know gang of figurine goat worshippers people, and we're winning. Ah. Oh, well, you guys are so much smarter than we are. We're just dumb rednecks, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're just a bunch of dumb hillbillies. Just, 
Yeah, they just won't die, though. They seem to keep getting power, more and more powerful. I don't know. Coming soon. We're coming up to the... And uh, this is something else I have to clarify. Was I talking about this Monday or not? I can't remember. I spoke to Betty Carbert. She's the mother of one of the uh, other guys that's in there. And he has successfully uh, put in what's called a, uh, a bail... or Is it a bail application? Anyway... Uh, they were denied bail a couple times already because of the narrative of the boogeyman militia, the fake nonsense that they always knew was a lie and kept them in on a lie. Like the implications of this are extremely serious. The government knew this was a lie and the police did and they kept them in prison anyway just because. Holy shit. Like, are we Cuba now? Yes, I think so. Um, you know, and th- there it is. It's why are they still in there? Um, so they're like showing the, I, I don't, I don't know. That's had to have had an impact. I'm, I would believe the defense would be using this to say, Hey, judge, maybe. So as far as we know that, uh, he's getting, he's going to get another bail, uh, attempt, uh, based on this new, uh, based on some new evidence. I, uh, gee, I wonder what it could be. I wonder what the new evidence could be. I'm so, I'm so baffled. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, and then if he gets out of there, he's fucking coming apart. And that's uh, something sometime next month, I think, probably. Judging my, just my guess at how fast the court systems are for something like that, a month away or so. And then, you know, you'd have to get, so you'd get a bail hearing and then that would be a whole day. In this case, it might be two or three with this fucking shenanigans that's going on. I don't know. And then the judge has to make a decision. That doesn't happen right then and there. They got to go and read everything that happened and think about it and come up with case law and justifications. But this is more weeks of time. And then they got to book in another day because they're running like 10 cases at once and juggling all these schedules, right? I'm not making excuses for it. I'm just saying like, if you understand how it works, it's much easier to anticipate how to react and how to move, how much time, you know what I mean? I'm just telling you how it works from what I understand, from what I've been seeing. It's not like, oh, they're just doing this. To-. No, this is legitimately how fucked up it is. It's crazy how long things take. It's fucking outrageous. And then they got to come back and then they got to explain whatever their decision is. He lets them go or he doesn't let them go. Here's why. These are the reason. And every single parameter has to be filled. There's three different grounds on which you can be held, you know, one, two, primary, secondary, and tertiary and stuff, right? And the third one is like, I think like public risk to public safety could be something like that or risk to reoffend or whatever. And the, and the government would argue, oh, terrorist militia are fucking real dangerous. And the defense should have to just be like, are you dumb? Are you dumb? Okay, you're dumb. And that should be it. In theory, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Everybody's paying attention. So it's not like they're very aware a lot of people are watching this. This isn't happening in the dark. Not enough people are paying attention to it, but um, it's it's not going to be, it's going to be hard to ignore, you know? Uh, Synthetic says, hearing that call brought tears to my eyes. Yeah, everyone says that, dude. It's because you can feel his pain. You can feel it and you sympathize because you people have souls. That's what's supposed to happen. That's that's a communication that's happening on a profound level that like doesn't there's no real way to describe that. You can hear through the energy projected in his in the voice which came he came from his soul. It was that powerful that yours received it upon hearing it and felt what he felt. That's because that's how real what he was saying is. That's that's what happened. That's why you feel that way. And you got you ca- you caught like a piece of of what he was feeling as he was saying it. And 
You know, that's what makes that's what makes all of us better than these motherfuckers. Like they don't have souls. They're not even human beings. Fucking bomb all the hospitals and kids. Who gives a shit? Magic book. Zyogies it. Like, holy shit. How can you do this to people? Like, what's wrong with you? What's the reason for this again? Oh, well, I I don't know. There was a photo, there was a picture of guns or something. I, are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And when you say like, oh, but murderers get let out, it's like, yeah, well, they already killed that person. They're dead now. There's no risk to that person anymore. It's like, so murderers can get bail. Okay, right on. Like that Miles Sanderson guy in Saskatchewan. How many people did he kill? How many fucking violent offenses did he give convictions for? Like 55 or 58 or something? How many times did he get bail? A lot. He, a lot. He's out now. He's walking around. Oh, stabbing everybody. Oh, never mind. He's dead. Cool. Like, what is going on, man? These aren't outrageous questions. If you're just a regular citizen, you should feel as though your system is fair and represents... You're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. If this many people are, like, really confused and upset as to what's going on here, either they're so disconnected from reality or you're really up to something fucked up. I, either one of those situations is very, very dangerous. You need to fix this fast. You need to bring these worlds close together and back into frequency alignment again. Because as they're fucking bouncing out of control further and further apart, the whole thing's going to fucking explode. There's going to be no public confidence in our institutions, the courts, the police. People might just start going, what's the fucking point? What's the fucking point? I'm going to go to jail no matter what I do anyway. So I just do whatever. Just do whatever the fuck I want. Is that what you want people to do? We should just take things into our own hands, boys. I think we should just start a fucking uh, secret night militia that goes around dealing with this shit because obviously the police aren't going to... Is that what you want? Because that's what that's, that's where the thinking will go if it hasn't already. That is disaster. Is that what you want? Because that's instability fucking fireworks. That's what you need. Vigilante groups running around next. And gangsters just taking liberties with whatever because the police response is next to nothing. They're overwhelmed. They have no fucking money. I literally said this is exactly what would happen. I was like, I can't wait for the day. After all of this shit, all the money they spent on us, what did I say would happen? Oh, look. Oh, the RCMP is complaining. They don't have the resources to properly fight money laundering, terrorism, foreign interference. I said, you guys were running around chasing me and my friends and this fucking thing because of the delusions of a fat, crazy, Jew supremacist maniac at a smear mag magazine and the drunken ramblings of an idiot. And you were so eager for this to be true because it was politically convenient, you spent how much money chasing all of this around and you know what would happen? Oh, nobody's looking at the Chinese. Nobody's protecting the border. Nobody's looking into the corruption any rampant all over the country. Nobody's looking at all the illegal migration that's happening. Money laundering, fuck, they call it, this country's known as like a washing machine globally now. We're getting absolutely took. We are getting soaked right now. Foreign interference. Who's, they're not looking at any of that shit because they were chasing us around. You motherfuckers. Fuck. I fucking goddamn it. I literally said this every fucking day for a year and a half. A year and a half. And now you're going to complain. You did it to your fucking selves. You knew better. How many of you fucking knew? I saw some of your emails. Some of you did. And nobody stopped this. Nobody stood up and no one said, hey, instead of throwing just regular, you know, dads and moms in jail and freezing bank accounts of people that sent $20 to a fucking protest, maybe 
Maybe we should look at serious things like the fucking Chinese government stealing and implement putting politicians into places of power that are going to affect us immediately. Maybe other countries stealing all of our money, creating instability. Maybe these... Nah, we'll just totally abandon our responsibilities to tackle dangerous threats in a prioritized, sane, logical manner. We're just going to abandon that entirely, and we're going to pursue the nice, you know, political dick-suck route for promotions or compliance or whatever the fucking reason was it is you did it. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. You fucking idiots. You fucking idiots. How do you... You all have to be fired, man. Everybody, the top... I would go to the the top of the... The whole thing. Who's the commit? Well, they just got a new commissioner. From the top to... I don't know, the top 15 people in the organization? Done. Done. Maybe 25, just to be sure. Because you're going to cut the head off, you need to make sure you rip the whole stem and everything right out of there so it doesn't grow back. Maybe you got to take it out at the shoulders just to be sure. Just to be sure. Fire an extra 10 people that literally didn't do anything wrong. Just to be sure you got enough, you got down the, you got enough of the rot. Because that's the real problem. That's who you should be most angry at. You can be angry at the street police and the corporals and the sergeants and all this kind of shit. Because, yeah. But the ones you should really reserve. The like, and I mean no compromise. There will never be. We are never going to be friends. You are always going to be my enemy. There is absolutely no mercy for you ever. Those those fucking guys. Those are the ones that knew there was something wrong and just said sh- didn't do it because my career. I don't mean like some street because look, look at like Detective uh, Helen Grew or Gruz in Ottawa. Somebody reported, hey, a lot of babies have died. Like way too many fucking babies have died. I'm worried somebody's killing babies. And she's like, oh my God, let me look into it. Her job is infant deaths, child, children being killed. That's her job. So she looks into it and they go, yeah, fuck. They put her on administrative leave and attack her and sue her and shit. And she's not her own. Like, it's fucked. So like that's, she barely, what power? Oh, she could have investigated a little minor. We're talking like senior officials in this organization that could have and fucking should have stood up and said, nope, we have a fucking sacred obligation to protect these people and make sure things are on the up and up. We have laws for a fucking reason and they apply to everybody all the time, no matter what, or else we're not fucking police, are we? We're not police, we're thugs. You want to be thugs or you want to be police? I want to be police. What the fuck are you? Are you a thug? Are you some fucking thug for a, for a corporation? Is that what you are? Is that why you fucking came here? You disgraced... The fuck, you know, and I as angry and mad at them. I had family years and years ago. I had an uncle that did a long time in there. And it didn't used to be like this. There was a, there used to be a time when, you know, good men did that job and literally did their best to protect people and took serious fucking risks and got beat up all the time, broken ribs, just the crazy shit that they'd have to deal with because that's the job. And you took their legacy... Something Canada used to be proud of, the RCMP used to be a point of point of pride, and you decided it was worth risking it all because, well, you didn't want to be uncomfortable. You you didn't want to rock the boat. Is that what it was, or were you enthusiastically uh, just going along with this crazy fucking nonsense? 
Watching your own members just get rolled the fuck out of the organization. Yeah, we'll just fire them all. Just send them all away. Because they won't do what we say. Respect my authority. And you were just like, this is fine. This is fine. I'm only like fucking four people down from the RC. I'm only like basically the boss of the whole organization. I'm only a division commander. I'm I'm only a fucking... Cur- whatever the ranks are, right? Oh, well. Oh, fucking well. You're the fucking worst of them all. You got paid to do a job that required courage. That's why you got paid to do it. And when the time came to go into that tool chest and use the courage you're supposed to have, there wasn't anything there. It was just a big pile of cash. Good for you, cops. I hope... There's, I hope a day comes soon where the fucking, the, the few that are still in there, they organize and they grow a pair and they just say, this is fucking over now. We're taking over because you people aren't cops. This is, this is a gangster organization now. And we are going to fight for the soul of this organization. It either dies with us or we destroy you and we bring back honor to this institution and then the country and we start fixing this fucking place. Somebody should be having that conversation right now. If they're not, wow, man. Cool. Glad you got, glad you got paid. Glad it paid for your pool, right, bud? Paid from a pool. Yeah, you deserve mercy for sure. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Not only did you do it and not complain and not say anything, you fucking enjoyed it and you, and you made money. <laughs> You're not a cop. You're no fucking cop. That's not police. That's gangsterism. Cops don't like that when you when you say that to them, right? Because they all like to pretend they're fucking some hot, oh no, I'm a fucking agent of the law. I'm fucking. And you're like, you're shit. You're a fucking coward. And you're an insult to that uniform. You're a joke. You're a poser. You're a fucking fraud. (sighs) They really don't like it. But it's true. Many cases. Many such cases. Many such cases. I had a few friends that were in there. They're all gone now. Guess why? And they're some of the best guys I've ever known. They'd fucking, you know, say the word, we're going to war. We'll die with each other then if that's how it has to be. Like, these guys are awesome. And I'm like, and they're the ones that got kicked out. The the best, you kicked out the best guys? JTF2. You kicked out, you kicked out the guy that set the world record for blowing people away? Why? What the fuck are you doing? You're firing doctors and surgeons? Do you know those are hard to come by, right? They're expensive. What are you doing, son? Gee, I wonder, someone should be, is this okay? What is happening? Is anybody looking into this? Well, no, they don't. They can't because they don't have any money because Bernie Farber told them to chase that. Well, that's good. Except, uh, you know, how'd that work out for you? Did you see this? This was just uh, a couple of days ago. Yesterday? Turns out on September 14th, Bernie Farmer has stepped down as chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network and nominated by Sue Gardner. He's stepping back. has been in the works for a long time. Oh, I'm sure it has. 
He wants to spend less time on call and more time with his family and grandchildren. He's earned it. Bernie has spent... <laughs> That's the most political answer always. You know, every time a politician or a public figure steps away for some unexplained reason, do you know what the answer always is? To spend more time with family. Go look at it. It happens all the time. It's just a script. It's just a move. Yeah, is that what happened? What else happened around... Uh, what is this? On September 14th? What was going on September 14th, guys? Tell everybody the real reason. Tell everybody the real reason. Hate gate. You you can run, but you can't hide, schlugger. You're trying to salvage the whatever's left of that fucking dis- disreputable smear mag of an organization. A bunch of clowns and idiots and retards. Give us more money, please. Holy shit, you're dumb. You're a, like, you're not even average dumb. You're special dumb. You're extra dumb. You're an extra dumb. You're a special zombie NPC goblin creature in the way that you're worse than the others. Like you stand out, but not in a good way. You stand out as like extra repulsive and, and abhorrent. Oh! Like people look upon you and recoil in fear, disgust, all of it. It's just like, good Lord, don't let this anywhere near anything I love. Lest it get, you know, something rubs off on it. It poisoned something melts. I don't know. I don't know. Good folks over there. I'm stepping down for some reason because he's, he's too busy. Everything that's going on, he's too busy for Hamas. Really? Why not? Why? What's going on, guys? Is Hey, wait. Is this you, Bernie? This is you, right? I think so. You're too busy. What's this? Very straight, let me be very straightforward. Islamofascism, Islamism, whatever you want to call it, is a huge brown people issue. It's right. a huge problem. It, it's 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 an issue that I think we all have to be aware of. Good, but and I okay. I say this that those are things on the extreme. In my own community, we have people on the extreme really? that we have to Who? be aware of. I'm not going to name, no, name names. Them. You? No, I'm not. Going the to third name time names. you've said I'm not going to name. That's the biggest threat, huh? Islamofascism. So Muslims and stuff, but now it's like, oh, now that there's nationwide, uh, is you know, Palestinian protests. You know what? He's busy. Actually, Bernie's busy now. <laughs> he's got to, uh, he's got to go spend time with his grandkids. Yeah, that's what it is. We focus on the extreme right. That's what it does. They're not anti-hate. They're anti-you. They're anti, uh, anti-conservatives. Anti-white people. That's code. They say that the far right, they mean white people. I'm, you'll, someday, soon, you will come to understand that that is 100% accurate. And you will feel sh- shitty. But it's true. Like, oh, I'm glad I'm not one of those far right people. You don't understand. You're also, dude, you have a laser on your chest. Do you not see that? You're walking around with one of those sniper lasers, like, right on you. And you're like, I'm glad I'm not one of those people who are going to get sniped. And you're like, Bro. They're going to shoot you first. You're not even paying attention. No, it's just anti-hate. That's why we only... Because David Zegarak, speaking of protest, there was violence at the protest, at the convoy. It was David Zegarak of Antifa fame and convicted child diddler or whatever the fuck, something like that. Ran over a pile of people in a Jeep Patriot, fled the scene. It was a mass murder attack. Like a terrorist attack is what it was. Politically motivated attempt at mass killing. That's a, that's literally the definition of terrorism, guys. Ah, he got out on bail. He, he's, 
It's only a terrorist. Literally, an actual terrorist. You want to talk about terrorists at the convoy? Where, where was that? If one of our people got into a fucking Jeep Patriot with Dagalon flags all over it and just plowed into a crowd of fucking, you know, trans rights or human rights people, it would be international news and they would never get out of prison. Ever. Ever in a million years. It happens to a bunch of just regular blue-collar, everyday Canadians trying to feed their families and worried about their future and crickets. Who gives a fuck about them? They're white anyway. They're white anyway. Why is he saying it? It's always a white people thing when you come back to it. You want to see some homework? A friend of mine sent me this in. This is his little girl's homework for Remembrance Day. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Remembering those who served. You will be assigned one of the following groups to investigate. Oh, cool. We're going to investigate groups of veterans, guys. I wonder which one we can pick from. Let's read which kind. Perhaps, uh, well, before we read which kind, maybe it's like, uh, oh, I hope I get like a submarine unit. Yeah. Oh, I hope I, I hope I get the fighter pilots. Yeah, cool. I, I want to know about what, what it was like in the army and all that kind of stuff. And I want to know what the hospital system was like. Oh, good, good choice, Becky. Yeah, that's interesting. Like all the kids are cu- like curious about it. What do you want? What, do you, what's, what, what excites you about this? Like this topic, anything, anything sticking out at you? What would you, uh, what would you like to do? Indi- no, no, that's not how it works anymore, guys. Now we're going to tell you what you're going to look into. And you have multiple choices. Let's begin. Black Canadians in uniform. The Canadian Red Cross. Chinese Canadian veterans. Indigenous veterans. Jewish Canadian service in the Second World War. Women's veterans. And that's it. <laughs> Notice anything? Notice how, oh, and by the way, 90 fucking 9% of the veterans are white guys. Uh, sorry. (laughs) I guess. Am I supposed to apologize for that? Where's that fucking, do I still have that picture? Shit. Images, where you at? Nope. Fuck me. (laughs) There is a photo, and it was all the dead faces from. Uh, well, this is do. This will do. It was a bigger collage, but uh, this was a recent one. I it was a memorial dedication I was at um, a couple of months ago. It was an honor to go. Unfortunately, we had to sit and listen to a bunch of politicians talk about how awesome they were, like usual, and you know, plug their fucking businesses and the other shit that they do. You know, say anything about this mural? Who are these kids supposed to go looking into? Who again? Who, oh, all of them, the tiny mi- microscopic fucking minorities, like literally less than 1% of the entire war effort. That's who our children should focus on. They need to know about that. Not the fucking countless millions. The countless fucking millions. Countless millions. Entire families. Wiped the fuck off the map. All of Newfoundland's men. Bye, wipe the fuck out. The courageous fucking sacrifices of Cap Young. Oh, well. Monte Casino. The Devil's Brigade. The fucking Devil's Brigade. Psh. Ah. No, I want to hear about the Jewish community's commitment to Remembrance Day. Oh, and indigenous and Chinese and Canadian. Well, okay. Not the, so not the fucking overwhelmingly eye-bleeding majority of the, of the people that literally gave their fucking lives and souls away. Just the tiny, tiniest, tiniest groups. That's the most important ones. Oh. Okay, well, fuck all of us then, guys. Hey, you know what you should do now? You should join the army. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what we'll do. Look, there's a new army recruiting commercial, guys. Have you seen it? Let's look at it. Oh, we're doing a paratrooper commercial. Nice. Some young people, yeah. Look like they're in shape. I don't, I don't see any girls. I don't see any rainbows. I don't see any transsexuals. I don't see any diversity. I, this is just a bunch of white boys. This is just a bunch of paratroopers. Oh! Oh, we're doing an actual war now. Oh, it's not about feelings anymore. We're, we're recruiting the young white boys. Oh, wait, there's a black girl. At the last second for an instant. <laughs> Interesting, because previously all of the army recruiting commercials were like, you know, nauseatingly woke and how it was the new army and you could just suck it, chud, because this is how it be now and there's TikToks and purple hair and all that. Oh, shit, are we actually going to have to fight? Oh, go get the go get the far-right extremists again. Go recruit the far-right extremists because I'm scared now. Nope. Suck our dicks. Nope. If they try to fucking conscript people, you better believe... I'd have to be careful. I'd literally... Well, you know what? I have access to this now. I have. I have my toes and, and... Not even toes. Legs into a pool of fucking, you know, very skilled, very smart, very generous and kind. You know, very rare to find uh, legal personalities. I can just be like, hey, if I do this, what could happen? And they'll like, hmm. You know, as long as you don't do this or that, you're good. Or don't do that. Or, you, you know, so on. Pending that... We'll see what the government's kind of... Imagine they have like a, a recruiting, like a conscription center at the mall. It's like, everybody show up for fucking draft and blah, blah, blah. I'd fucking stand right next to the booth and be like, don't fucking do it. Don't you fucking do it. Who's wearing the medals, me or him? Who do you trust? Who fucking put the blood down already? This fucking paper mache looking motherfucking goof or me? Do you, you want your fucking... Oh, did the TV tell you to? Oh, the TV fucking told you to, huh? Does this mean nothing? You want to join up because you think this shit's cool and you want some of those, right? Here's some of those talking to you right now. Turn the fuck around and get out of here as fast as you can. No, this is a joke. And they'll be like, sedition, charged 20 years in prison. <laughs> Defeatism, like whatever, there'll be some obscure law. Like, you got to be careful. You have to put people on this shit now. You got to think. The fucking... Um, they had the fucking what was it the tiki torch rally or something right in uh, in in the state was it uh, wasn't the Charlottesville one was it or something like maybe no they were just marching around with torches and then somebody dug up an obscure law from like the 1700s 1890 so I don't know where it was like uh, burning something in an in an act of intimidation <laughs> what like I think they wrote the rule for like people burning crosses on lawns for like the clan. I think that that sounds like what it was meant for. Not people just walk like it was dark. They just thought it looked cool. Like they're not. It wasn't organized. Oh my god! Like just massive over it. They'll rip. They'll go a hundred years back looking for some obscure law to fucking nail you with. That's how petty. That's how. That's how childish this has become. That's how dishonorable and ridiculous this has become, and how serious it's become. That's the lengths they're willing to go to to win now. Just do greasy, fucked up, underhanded things persecute people lie hide evidence dude i got a couple cases left and uh they're real interesting I'm getting i'm real excited to tell you all about those ones including some of the other ones because there's there's connections i can't I just i can't tell i can't open the book yet but the the things that are happening in this country is just like they've lost their fucking minds man So 
So you have to just like like abandon ship. You have to like, okay, gather up the survivors and let's get out of here before they destroy us all. You know, like that's kind of, you know, in a meta metaphorical way, what's happening. All the, the people that are, okay, like, we, we're, we're in a plane crash. Like the plane has crashed now. And there's a bunch of people walking around going, I need a booster shot. Like, okay, we got to get get the valuables, anything you can trade, sell, you know, clothes. Take the seats. Cut all the seats out of the plane. We can use those for resources. We ain't fucking doing that far. Somebody's going to rescue us any minute. Get it. Yeah, I know, right? I'm so stupid. Take the seat. Take everything. Take the metal. Take everything you can carry. We're going to need all this. Nobody's coming for a long fucking time, boys. We could be here for years, months. I don't know. We may never get out of here. We may never get out of here. Be- grab everything that's not fucking nailed down come back and when we come back we'll start unscrewing the fuselage we can use the steel we can use the aluminum we can build shelters with it we might have to melt them down for weapons there could be predators we don't know instrument panels take everything the electronics we could repurpose them maybe we could build in some kind of communications device I don't know we may have to reinvent science we may have to start from scratch this is the most advanced thing our civilization will have now we'll end up worshipping it no one will know what it is in 200 years they'll think it's an alien artifact it's just a fucking control panel of a plane that blew up once Oh, God, I'm stressed out, you know. You fucking stupid Nazi chads. I'm like, yeah, we're stupid. Okay, anyway. Oh, everybody good? Okay, you got all the shit? All right, let's get the fuck off this beach. It's getting dark soon, and there's a lot of bones laying around. There's bones everywhere, guys. There's bones all over the beach, and like, oh, that's a fucking human skeleton. Like, this isn't a safe place to be. Something's wrong here. Very wrong. So let's grab everything. Let's get the fuck out of, I don't know, We high ground, sh- a defendable area. We want to have our backs to something, like a fucking mountain wall or something, so we can only be attacked from right. We'll see it coming, and we'll have the best chance of survival, okay? Like a cave would be perfect, all right? Like a, there might be a bear in it. We may have to kill a bear in a cave, and then we'll live in the cave, and we'll rebuild stuff with old fucking airplane parts and cut-up seats, and then, and then they'll come crawling around like, moaning and wailing like strange animals. They've devolved into just absolute slugs rolling around. Somebody fix all my problems for me! You'll just hear it at night from across the valley echoing over the trees. Are they still out there, Papa? Oh, yes, boy. Couple of more years yet. Don't they have any food to eat? I wouldn't quite call it food, but it is running out. They are very fat. This will take a minute, but it will happen. Then they're going to come looking for you guys to fix everything. Help! Every, everything sucks now, and I don't have sports ball, and this is fucking bullshit! We gotta get the limbs out! Oh my god, are you behind? You gotta get the limbs out, and, and you guys have to wear a mask in the cave or no? What? Huh? The, the, the Bron James! PP's based! Apples! Uh, Z football! Uh, 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 farting noises! Don't let them in. If they come, if they come, uh, if they leave the, the the grass and they come onto the stone area, shoot them. Yep. Yep. We'll have to put a sign up next time. We'll just say it was always there, and they'll be like, "Hey, they did, they read the sign. They just decided to take a run at us. We shot them." We might, it, guys. If we have to commit some minor war crimes in the in the survival of it, then we have to do it. We have to do it. I'm not going to compromise everybody's safety because some sports ball because the pleb stumbled upon our hiding spot and he's going to run back to the he's going to oink back to the village to alert the rest of the the piglets. 
And they're all going to excitedly, you know, it's like, we can't, we can't be having this. We can't have that. Guys, we can't have that. You know? They're all out there. Fucking hot air balloon Claypool's out there. It's his head. It's just a, it's a, it's a hot air balloon that grew a body. They can't find out where we are because they're going to alert everybody else. So if they come beyond, we're going to, they come beyond the perimeter. Never heard of them. I think you came up here looking for you guys. I don't know who you're talking about. What's that freshly dug patch of dirt over there? Oh, that, um, that's what you're going to be looking at for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you don't get out of here. Uh, you guys have internet? No, no, we don't have the internet, dude. Civilization is destroyed because of you. Uh, yeah, it turns out World War Three was a stupid idea, huh? Wasn't that dumb? Remember grocery stores? That was cool. Yeah. Do you speak Mandarin by any chance? Maybe we can trade with the new global superpower, but none of us know how to speak that. And uh, we're literally helpless savages compared to them now. Our civilization's been reduced to ruins and the cities are, uh, you know, a third world jungle zone of killing and ethnic violence and people. It look it looks like when I was in uh, when I was in Jamaica. I went down there to do like an exchange. Like we did a few of these exchanges and one of them was with the uh, Jamaican military for some reason. Canada has like a sister regiment. Like, what the fuck? The real reason was because all their gangsters were in Canada uh, and also back in Jamaica. They had a, a Jamaican gang in Toronto that was killing people and there's gang wars and little kids were getting shot in the crossfire in Toronto and all this shit. So they sent the military down to go help the Jamaican uh, government just fucking erase these guys. Like t- train them how to do it and then fucking, you know, go, go deal with it. And... uh you get there, and there's like Kingston's the big major city, and I, I can't remember the other names, the other ones. We were in a place called like St. Mary's, I think, like this this county, and like not in a resort, like interior Jamaica. And it's like sheet metal shanty. I'm not shitting you. Like something you'd see out of an Africa video. You will remember me in the arms of the angel. Like this is a sheet metal shanty with a dirt floor. Like this, you live here? And oh yeah, lots of them do. And you go into the, the cities, um, Montego Bay, I think, is that one of them? And it's like, wait a minute, when did the British leave? 1960? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, oh, that explains a lot. So no one's done any maintenance on anything since 1960. If anyone's been to Jamaica proper, I don't mean the resorts, I mean the, the fucking countryside, you'll know exactly what I mean. There's like it, like uh, power lines that have clearly gone defective and fallen apart. They're not replaced. They just make new power lines over top of it. And it's just this giant rat's nest of an obvious massive fire hazard. This whole neighborhood's going to burn down someday. And you're just like, <laughs> okay. There's a dead guy in the street. No one can, cars and people are just walking around him. You're like, no, oh, right on. People are just coming up to you from all over the place. Like, give money. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. It's a fucking nightmare. So, <laughs> like, that's kind of where we're at. Like, the lights turned out. No one's, no, the adults aren't home. The maintenance has stopped. The improvements have stopped. All the adults have left. It's become idiocracy for real. And everything is just decaying and falling. Everyone's noticed it. We've all noticed it. Everything's decaying and falling apart. That's the reason. So eventually, it's like, how long do you want to stay in this sinking ship? Like we have to start, you know, thinking ahead and people are, and uh, you know, it's going well. And like, there's, there's people building like entire, like little, like hobby farms and they're feeding like dozens of families. Like they're all working together. They're like they're be, they're basically quasi Amish with cell phones and shit now, <laughs> you know. 
They don't all live right next to each other, but close enough. You can meet up and trade and do, you know, do she help each other out and stuff. And it's like, there you go. Now you have your own little community. That's what I'm talking about, man. Well, what happens if the fucking, you're, doesn't matter. You'll be fine. Do you get solar panels yet? It's probably a good idea. <laughs> you know, what's going on in the city? I don't care. <laughs> you know? If you don't survive, what's the point? And you just uh, consolidate and try to strengthen your position as much as you can. So uh, the next opportunity, the next go around, the next time turn of the wheel, you're in the best position you can be to fucking improve your situation again. And that's life. That's what you should be struggling to do. Make everything better all the time for everybody. That's, that's what makes people feel good. That's what I loved about this. I love that we were able to do this. To, to In a world that is so fucked up and so broken and twisted and insane and crooked and corrupt and you just want to fucking scream all the time because it's just nonsense, bullshit after bullshit after bullshit every fucking day all the time. And then you see something like this, $89,000. You see that and it's a completely different feeling. It's satisfying. It's rewarding. Feels good, doesn't it? That's literally what being the good guy feels like. Do you like that feeling? Do you like overcoming like seemingly daunting obstacles that seem too much? There's no hope. What the fuck are we going to do? This, it's impossible. And then just through sheer fucking force of will, holy fuck that. You get addicted to it. It's good. It's, it's called doing good things, helping people, building things, progress, positive upward momentum, and so on. And that's what you should be doing. All We should be doing things like this all the time. That's what makes your life interesting and good and rewarding. And when someday you're old and you're fucked up, God willing, some of us won't make it. It's just the stats, you know, car crashes, things fucking happen, you know, heart attacks, whatever. But you can be like, I did the best I got. I tried, man. I try. I really did. I went out of my way to try to fucking do something good. I tried to fucking help, some, you know? I could have not. I could have just been a slug. I could have just been one of these fucking losers that's nothing but cry and whine and fucking attack and criticize people all day long while they don't do shit. They sit around on welfare, fat, disgusting, drunk, and fuck. You know what I mean? Is that who you want to be? And they really hate us because this entire community is proof that uh, a lot of fucking people do not want to be that. That's not who they want to be. They want to be the other kind of people. And this is just yet another and latest example uh, of what that looks like. And I also thought it would be appropriate now because I really love this song. I really do. And it, it takes you back to it. It was a couple of years ago, but like I said, the story's not over. These guys are still in prison. They haven't been able to hold their children in almost two years. And they're not, they're not old. They're like young girls. Like This is a nightmare for them. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to them. And I tell them, like, this this is the battle for your soul. This is the defining, like, this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Most likely. Very unlikely anything worse than this is going to happen to you. 
right? So if you can conquer this, you're going to be a fucking really fucking in like that's that's worth something. This will def- this will define you as a man for the rest of your life. What you do here, how if you make it or if you don't, you know what I mean? That's how important it is. And like put yourself in their shoes, right? And like I said, when the country was in that much pain and everybody was hurting that much, they were the ones that said, no, this is enough. Fuck this, man. I'm tired of seeing my mom cry. I'm tired of seeing my friends fucking drinking themselves to death and crying themselves to sleep. This is pissing me off. I don't know what I'm going to do about it, and I don't know if I can do anything about it, but I'll be fucking damned if I'm going to sit here and do nothing about it. That's insane. I can't do that. You're asking me to do something. You're asking me to be someone I'm not. You're asking me to, you know, be a fish that flies. And these guys showed up for everybody. And now a lot of these people, that same feeling is a little bit of it, right? Remember that, remember that unit, remember that, that tribal unit, like, look at us all. We're all here. We're all here. Finally. Fuck yes. This is what sticking together feels like, boys. And I want to play this because, uh, you know, I love it again. And uh, Greg Arcade, he's very generously said, I can't, till the end of the month, I think, or maybe not as long, but a little while. He's put up all of his all of his stuff, uh, everything on his website, gregarcade.com. You can go, everything uh, you buy and from him is music and anything. He's, he's given it to the to the fund. He's already given hundreds and hundreds of dollars of his own money that he should have earned, but he's like, you know what? No. Because it's fucking home team. That's why. Jesus. And now I lived in a way that makes those around me proud to say when I die, when I'm gone, bury me with my boots on. Play my favorite country song, burn that fire till the woods are gone. When I die, when I'm gone. 
burn that fire till the wood's all gone. Isn't it badass? <laughs> Greg Arcade rules. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That's one of the coolest things ever. And that was a ton of you guys. Again, that's like history. That's right there. That's that's real Canadian culture. That was us. That was our soul. That was a real thing. That was real shit. This wasn't some fake made up fucking pretend gobbledygook holiday. This was a real thing that happened that affected people in the fucking soul, man. And it was a good time. And we're all still out there. Fucking around. Don't be fucking around. Candace Key says, this time the funds will actually go to the people that needs it. Yeah, I know. Isn't that a ama- crazy idea, right? Feather Not Done says, judge a man by his deeds, not his words. I can say that you truly have my family's respect. Honor, like you said, money can't buy that. No, do you know who has none? Because this is a, you guys are stand-up folks. You give a shit and you show up for each other. I fucking respect that. That's legit. You know who has none of that shit? At all? Well, we know, right? It's the fucking Cirques and they're everywhere. Classic. Camus Key says, I drink your almond juice shake. <laughs> You guys are so triggered and threatened by the fucking Chad Altman juice. You're like, how can he be this powerful? He doesn't even need milk. I'm like, I'm above milk. You don't even understand. You don't even get it. Tom McHugh says, Odin favors the brave and bold. That's what they say. That's what they say. If you have, you show some courage and have some stones, it's like, well, you got to respect the guy. You know? That doesn't always work out for you, but... That's why people uh, write stories down. Nobody writes stories down about things like, oh man, remember that time Patrick got Pop-Tarts and and we came home and we put them and we ate one each right away and then we watched TV all day? That's Who gives a fuck about that? No one cares about anything like that. No one has time to hear things like this. There's way too many cool fucking things happening to hear about that your Pop-Tart story with Patrick is... That was the highlight of your life? Are you kidding me? You... You could have did anything you wanted, and as you did, you ate Pop-Tarts with Patrick, watched TV, gave each other hand jobs. Um, it's not very, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's going to inspire any um, any future, I don't, I don't know if Shakespeare is going to be interested in this one. I'll run it by him. I'll see if he wants it, but I don't know. He's busy. He's, he's got a lot of other projects, you know, like Julian Assange and stuff. He's working on that right now, so I don't know if he's... <laughs> 
He's working on a book of you know badassery, and he's like, I don't know, Pop Tarts. You know, I don't have got time to put that in there. He might. I'll see if he'll squeeze it in. In the legendary, you know, feats of men that you know were bigger than themselves, and said, "I will, I will jump on the fire to protect other people." Like that's fucking, that's awesome. That's that's what everybody should, you know. We need as many of those people as possible. That's so special and rare that you need to uh, venerate that and celebrate that. That's why we're supposed to have things like Remembrance Day, and it's just not about that anymore. No, we're not having any statues. We're not, even, especially if they're white guys. Apparently, right? It's more. What about about the black people? What did they do? Why are you doing that? Why are you making it about this? Why can't you just acknowledge? Why, why are you playing identity politics with this? Oh wait. Oh wait. Uh, he says. Anyway, Odin favors the brave and bold. Those men are both. Here's some Skrilla. It's not much. I wish you'd give more based as fuck. Daglon forever. Thank you, sir. Camus Key says, but the Legion has cheap Molson Canadian on tap. Yeah. And a bunch of civilians LARPing as people that matter. Uh, he says, <laughs> Cinnabon. She's hosting Cinnabon parties. I don't. Probably. She's pro- she's she's you can tell she was a party girl. If you know what I mean. Like the guys just know. Right. Go look at older pictures of her when she's like in her 30s and you're like, oh, yeah. You know, there's just a look, you know, people that are, you know, like soldiers in a way where you can tell somebody who's green and soft, like instantly versus somebody who can probably handle themselves versus this person is legitimately terrifying. Right. There's at least those three levels. That person's killed everyone he's ever met, you know, to you're completely fake and, you know, phony. Sit there and be like, she does cocaine. Yeah. She's she's fucked three guys at once. Yep. <laughs> oh yes. Are you sure? I've I've never been more positive anything in my life. I'm just, are you just take my word. Okay, fine. All right. I don't know anything. Boys, come here. Take a look at this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucking yeah, yeah. Right, right. These guys don't they don't get it. Nerds. <laughs> I know, that's what I said. This is me and my ghost veteran friends making fun of you. Joke's on you. I'll keep them alive forever. How dare you? You try and bury them forever? Nope. I will never let that happen. I will never. I will never. Right, boys? Fucking right on. He's going crazy. He's talking to ghosts. Nope. This is just when your power levels, you, you start to enact, you start to interact with supernatural forces. That's all. It's normal. You'll, you'll understand when it happens to you. It's not, it's not weird. Nothing weird's going on. Cam says, uh, swimming upstream in piranha-infested Amazon River using a bottle of Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> you know, this crazy tough guy. To get burnt bread mayo sandwich. Chimo Hammer, what's up, man? How you doing? Says, what an absolutely stellar community we have. Nobody gets left behind. Hashtag free Lysac. Yeah, they, all of them. They this, this shouldn't be. There should be a fucking... There should be more attention to this. It's... it's. <laughs> they're trying to get away with it. Is what it is. They're trying to just shut up, shut up. Don't let anybody... <laughs> Hey, what's going on over there? Fucking hurry up, man. Hurry the fuck up. Shred all those. You know? I don't know. Something weird's going on over there. Breezy says the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Senor Castro. Hey, Senor Castro. Yeah, he likes cigars. And you know what you can tell by Margaret? She liked to party. <laughs> Didn't she? She was a fun time girl, wasn't she? wasn't she yeah look at her you know exactly what i mean stop denying it it's in the eyes you can see it 
You can see the shame. You can see the willingness to just indulge in whatever, in any kind of filth. You know, you're just like, you're a fucking, you know, otherwise known as what we would call, you know, in the business, uh, a bad girl, right? Guys, you know what I'm talking about. Stop fucking laughing. You know what I'm talking about. Mm hmm. My buddy, Devin, you guys know the arm wrestle? Devin Larratt told me a story once. And uh, I was talking to him, but we were just, you know, chatting back and forth. And I was talking about this girl once. And he was like, uh, just like in past, something like that. And he, he was like, thought I was going to hit on her or something. And he just preemptively immediately stopped. And he goes, don't do it, bro. The oven is hot. You know, like you'll burn yourself. <laughs> I was like, the oven is hot. That's the warning. That's the red flag warning from JTF2. Fucking hot oven, bro. Don't go in there. Ooh. It's not worth it. You'll die. You'll die. There's death in her eyes. <laughs> you know? She looks fun. No! <laughs> oh, he's a fun guy. He's a good dude. Um, King Mahabuli Muli says, how many politicians are jealous over the amount of money we can raise so fast? Yeah, probably a lot. They're probably not pumped. Um, there's political campaigns that can't do this at all. You know what I mean? And I bet they're like, oh my God, what if he tries to fundraise for like political stuff? I could someday. I don't know. Maybe I will. <laughs> It would probably be a lot, right? It'd probably be a lot. Things can happen, can't they? That's probably that's probably worrying to some people. Um, he says the community steps up again and again for each other. I've made uh, more pride for slashing than Canada by far. Good job, Dags. Madam Breezy says you're a thug, you piece of shit. <laughs> you're talking about the cops. I wish there was times on these. I don't even. I got to go through the other apps. I got to go fast here. Uh, Hell in a handbasket says, "God damn, that took a while to get my real handle to show up." Rumble made my keyboard crash. <laughs> shekels for you already gave to the cause but god but give sengo didn't like the hell in my nick nickname oh they didn't like it oh right because it's like a christian uh website right <laughs> when you look it up it's a like give sengo it's like it fucking gives money to neo-nazis and you're like this this will work right <laughs> so they're they're not going to be pushed around excellent good uh feather not dot says not telling you what songs to play but copperhead row <laughs> yeah, that's a good one Volunteer for the army on my birthday. <laughs> the, dra- the draft white trash first here anyway. That's right. Done two tours of duty in Vietnam. I came home with a brand new plan. I loved that song. I was listening to that in Afghanistan for a while. And I was like thinking about like being mad about this. <laughs> I was like, when I get home, I'm going to be, I don't know. I'm gonna be thinking, of and then I stayed in the army for like another like ten years, like an idiot. It took a while. To, it took a while to deprogram myself from the cult, like a decade. Um, and if you could throw in, we'll have our home again. Keep on truck. Yeah, that's a long one. Um, we're gonna run out of time. I've been playing too many songs. Diagalodian says ninety one thousand one hundred will be Diagaloons nine eleven. Oh fuck! You know what? We should give it. A, we should give it a check, haven't? Shouldn't we? What are we out here? It was it eighty eight before? Now it's at ninety. $90,000 plus the uh, entropy donations, plus the grift shop, plus, you know, so we're, we're over, we're well over halfway now. Much closer to half. Wait, so it's a hundred fit. So we're only like, <laughs> we're only like 50, 60 grand off now. So, I mean, 
This is pretty much good as done. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, what's that? Oh, that was that was Philip's dick on the table. You don't have to look at it. You don't have to say anything about it. We're not going to talk about it, but we both know it's there. Right? You're looking at it now, aren't you? You're looking. I saw you. I saw you looking at it. You're like, is it really? Oh, yeah. It's fucking, it's scary, dude. It's, people have died, you know? <laughs> I got to go to the other apps now. Where, oh, God. A mess. I'm a mess. Oh, there's still a bunch more. Holy shit. Uh, season three finale has season two vibes. Yeah, right. Trying to, trying to, re- trying to reach back and, and find the good stuff. You know, the hits. You got to play the hits, you know. <laughs> Synthetic says uh, GA rules. Georgia. Uh, or he says Revelation is amazing and I historically have not been into country. Oh, Greg Arcade. But he's busted my cherry. Oh, yeah, it's like a country rock kind of uh, vibe he does. GregArcade.com. Get all the stuff or be fake and gay. He's hilarious, too. Uh, Diagoim says, Pop-Tarts with Patrick has potential. I That would be good on Netflix. I would sell... would be the Because they're gay, right? And they would be taught... One of them would be transitioning to a female gay ma- or something. And the show would be about their feelings about that. As they talk on the couch eating Pop-Tarts. I just, like, feel like... And, and that's going to be the show. And it's just going to constantly play, like, shitty, like, 90s music. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. It's all, like, slow motion. Like, oh, it's horrible. It's the worst shit you've ever seen. It's absolute fucking cancer for the eyes and soul. Even just hearing tones of them talking is like, ah! Parts of your DNA have turned black, like that thing in Prometheus, and just fucking starts dissolving. Like, it's that bad. And you put it on Netflix, and it's the number one rated show in America for five seasons. You know, it's un- I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't I didn't want it to be like this, guys, but it is like that. Um, if you want to make money, that is a way you could do it. I just I, my soul is too important to me. I can't, I can't I can't be responsible for more destruction and more nonsense, but I get it. I, I see how easy it is to do. And yeah, it would be tempting to make one hundred million dollars to just ruin people's minds forever. But I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like. <laughs> I really feel like it's a cope to think that, like, no, man, you just die and nothing happens. I'm like, really? Are you sure? Because that's like, it feels to me like somebody saying, oh, no, man, you can just max out all these credit cards and there's nothing they can ever do to you. And I'd be like, I don't think that's true. (laughs) Mm. No, you can just steal a whole pile of money from the bank. They won't do anything to you. There's nothing that can ever happen. You're invincible. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like you're going to have to... I feel like they're going to be, they're going to make you pay that back somehow. No, bro. No way. I don't know. That's crazy. $90,355. You guys are maniacs. Uh, Man on the Mountain says, gifts and go cut us off for 24 hours. I assume others are in the same canoe. Really? Like they're like no more for you. They're worried you're spending too much. (laughs) Is that real? This is crazy. Frank Max says, Daglon will protect those sweet little girls and bring daddy home. Oh, fuck. Don't even. Mm. The Onion Factory will be busy that day, my friend. Fucking Onion Truck must have drove by. (laughs) Watching dudes try to be macho and try not to cry is one of the funniest things to me. It's so funny. Theo Fleury just reposted the link. Let's go. Let's go. Atta boy. I knew you could count on Theo, man. 
I was like, if this gets to Theo Fleury, he'll share it. I knew it. I had a feeling. He's a really good dude, man. He cares. That guy's got a, Theo Fleury has a very big heart. He, for, for sure he does. But it is funny to watch. <laughs> Just try not to cry. Like There's something funny about it to me. Because I've done it, right? We've all done it. That's why it's funny. Because you're like, <laughs> that's happening to you. And this happened to me before. And I know exactly how it feels. This is actually empathy. The fact that I can laugh at it means I know exactly what you've been through. That's why it's, that's why it's funny to me. Because that's also happened to me. Right? I'm not making fun of you. It's just like... <laughs> you all right, man? Fucking good to go. <laughs> you sound like your fucking guts are going to explode. There's like making hissing noises like a pot. That's, the water pressure's too high. You're like, fuck, are you okay? <laughs> Dude, just go cry somewhere. Fuck. You're going to fucking have a tumor. You're going to blow up part of your brain. Your eye's going to pop out of your head. Just go, go hide the bathroom for 20 minutes. It's fine. Nobody will, nobody will bother you. <laughs> Is it okay? Yeah, like six of your friends just got blown up. Yeah, it's fine. No one's going to fucking freak out. I think they'll understand. Fuck. Um... Hellbilly Deluxe says, you love to see it, blown away at this community, pay it forward. I know, isn't, isn't it amazing? Jenstein says, there we go, broke 90, let's hit 100 tonight. We're, I think so. I don't know, maybe by the end of the stream, but I've probably by tomorrow morning, that's going to be over 100K. And then plus the savings he has, like we're, we're going to fucking, this is amazing. So I, I literally, I, I'm not kidding. Where's my phone? Did I knock it off? The, oh. I'm talking to the guy and he's like, all right, let's talk business. I'm like, okay. He's like, all right. Yeah, because he's like, he's a, it's nice when you get to talk to like adults, professionals. It's like no, nothing has to be weird. We both know what needs to be done. We have to talk about this and this has to, you know what I mean? Like there's no need to make it right. We're both we're both grown men, right? Yes, we understand. Okay, cool. We understand each other. That's good. That's a good start to a relationship. It's like, all right, we got to talk numbers. Okay, cool. What are we looking at? He's like, what's the damage? He's like, well, probably, you know, about this much for the whole thing. Trials a month long, pre-trials a month long. This is how much per hour. This is how much my staff is. Carry the two. These dates, do to do. I'd have to catch up with this. Probably this much time. Uh, ballpark. Ooh. Uh, so I'm gonna need about yeah, 200k by by next Friday. Is that doable? And I'm like, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll get back to you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just like. I have no idea if that's true. I feel like I feel like I'm like I think we can do it. I I I'm gonna be bold enough. I'm gonna be that fucking crazy. I'm gonna call up this fucking big shot lawyer and be like, I'll do it if you could pay me like nearly a quarter million dollars in like fucking nine days. And I'm like, I'll get it done. <laughs> I'm thinking of all you guys, and I'm like, they'll do it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm so happy. You guys fucking kick ass. And and that was evidenced by the other time. The, that fucking kid and his mom, man. That horrible accident. You guys made their fucking, like, year. They couldn't believe it. They were so happy. Like, it was the, you know, greatest thing. That's odd. Like, <laughs> you know? It's good good for you. Like, I'm happy for you. You're all, You're also the good guys. Like, be happy about that. Be proud of that. You're like taking, you know, pain and suffering away from people and like lessening. It's like a doctor giving people painkillers and it's like, oh, fuck, that's thanks, man. You know, good for you. 
Uh, Salty Rob says, dude, thank you. Wicked, what you've done the last two years is more than a soldier did for us in a long time. I don't know about that. Uh, some of these guys work pretty fucking hard, man, but uh, I appreciate it. Thanks. Hellbilly says, be a man, shed a tear, and punch the laughing jackals. <laughs> yeah. Just one. You could cry a single tear. After that, we have to beat you up because you're gay. <laughs> I'm it, like it's just a meme. Like no one's actually that ruthless. Single foot says, uh, my lieutenant in Afghanistan was JT- JDF. You mean CF? JDF. Yeah, the keys are kind of close together. Or do you mean I don't know what JDF is? You must mean JDF. And what did you say? Where? What'd you do? My lieutenant. Weird. What did you? What were you doing over there? Um. Uh, there is Shinglefoot says honor costs money. They want nothing more than to rid themselves of such ideals. They hate the fact that they have to pay for uh, pay us for what we did for them with our money. Uh, and then it says Alex Cabana, not Shinglefoot. Okay, so I just <laughs> I'm still confused, but we'll, we'll go with it. Dick Six Niner. Okay, RCMP is like corruption in government. Also, RCMP, we don't get involved in politics. Yeah, fucking. That's Dick 69's assessment of that. DLK83 says Don Cherry was right about you people. You people, come here. A land of milk and honey. The least you can do is wear a poppy. Fired forever. Never on TV again. Bye forever. Bye, Don. How dare you stick up for white people, you piece of shit. Go die. Eat, eat the salad and die. Oh, that was weird. Remember that? That's when it started. That was when we were all just sitting around. <laughs> I'm just inventing sound. I'm really pushing YouTube sound effect attempts to the limit tonight. Um. <laughs> yeah, what's that? They did that to Don Cherry, and we were all just like... Sitting around, chilling, living our lives. Fucking, oh, the playoffs are coming in, hey? Oh, yeah. Fuck, are you going to watch this game? No, oh, probably. We're going to move sports ball. Pro line. I think we should trade for fucking Tavares. The fuck was that? Did you fucking hear that? What was that about? Hmm. Well, that was weird. Anyway, I'm going to go back to hockey. What are they doing? Oh, they're doing this new theme Pride Night thing. And they've got... Whoa! It's, it's fake. Wait, dude, is somebody shooting at us? <laughs> yes! Yes! Uh, also, I literally did that. I had a, I had someone, and me and another guy, he died, unfortunately. He was a fucking great guy, Dave Greenslade. We were on an OP one night. Uh, he was smoking cigarettes, which you're not fucking supposed to do. For obvious reasons. You can see it from a mile away in the dark, especially if you have night vision. Holy fuck. And somebody started taking shots at us. And we didn't react until the second time. It was just like that. What you just heard was very cool, except you can hear like the, the crack as it went through the fucking tower we were in. You can hear it go... <laughs> like It went right between our heads. We were like, what the fuck? And we didn't react. We were just like... I don't know if that happened or not, bro. And he's like, well, I don't know either. Then we're just kind of nervously going back to talking. And then it happened again. <laughs> and we just slowly fucking got down behind the sandbags to get the radio. And we're like, are we? Hey, uh, somebody's fucking shooting at us up here. 
like, no, they're not. You're fucking stupid. Shut up. And we're like, we're, we're pretty sure. We just fucking like peeked over the sandbags the rest of the night. Like, I don't fucking know. Other guys come up and they're like, hey, well, how was your shift? We're like, uh, somebody's shooting at you out there. So, you know, keep an eye out. Don't, don't smoke up here. You know, on the way down, on the way down. I told Dave too. I was like, maybe you should put that out. He's like, what this? Nah. And then happened again. We get down. He puts it out immediately. <sighs> Dave would agree with me on the party girl assessment. He would know. Uh, Lynn Brooks says, please look into hashtag Phil on the Hill. Phil is a veteran fighting for veterans' rights. He'll be back in Ottawa 9th to 11th. Phil on the Hill, hashtag. Shinglefoot uh, says, we didn't fight in fake... Oh, I read this one already. Take care of your own. This the sun. Why did it change colors? Zio Bubba, Phil, Hungry Goat. Mosey says, thank you for the body break on the last stream. I made it from paragliding to work yesterday. It was dicey, but successful overall. It turned out to be a big deal afterwards. Yeah, they're... The touchy about para- paragliding is like a, like an extreme, like a dangerous, like the government wants to outlaw it now for some reason. Octo Mom says, I went to jail for walking through Queens Park with a sign that said, "You uh, communism, you masked for it, but only for a day. <laughs> like These are just intimidation tactics. This is thuggery, right? That's, that's what that is. That's not policing. The police's job is to protect the community, maintain peace and order, and enforce the law, detect, to detect crime and pursue the criminals to remove the corruption from our society, remove the rot. That's their job. That's what they're for. Not like, hey, those people aren't thinking the right things. Let's go scare them. Like that's no, you're a thug now. What are you doing? Good for you. Oh, that take because that takes so much courage to just have complete authority to just beat and pistol whip and the rest and do whatever, do whatever. Just impose your will on people. Kick them, punch them with guns, fucking pepper spray, whatever you want. You're allowed to. I'm supposed to be impressed by you? Like, that's some kind of feat? That's some kind of... That takes some real inner strength to do, does it? Right? And if they dare fight back against you, they go to jail for like 10 years. So they literally have to lay there helpless and just be beaten senseless. And you're like, I'm the fucking badass. Like, are you kidding? You're the biggest pussy in the country. There is nobody more of a pussy than you. The fuck is wrong with you? My God. You didn't get beat up enough in high school. You didn't learn. You didn't learn at all. <sighs> All right, we done on Rumble? I think so. I'm really, really bad at keeping up with this tonight. I didn't even get to anything. It's probably already almost over. This is fucked. <laughs> Free Speech Zone says any sales from stevehanson.ca between now and the 17th will be donated to Lysak's Defense Fund. There you go. There's another one, stevehanson.ca. Check that guy out. Let's go on. And now there's, now there's the Odyssey Freak Show. This, this is probably where all the craziest stuff is. Uh, Chad Kroger, I got that one. You got that one. Uh, White cakes is most RCMP are useless. They only want their pensions. The fa- the females especially. You should have to be a two hundred pound man minimum. You should have to if you're yeah. If you want to have specialist cop jobs that are like no no this is like a technician or like a forensic expert that's like for computers, uh, but not like a field cop where like you're expected to be out against like the people that have to physically make the arrests and physically chase and pursue and grab the criminals and physically like that has to be, you need, you need strong, robust characters in that job to do that effectively and, and not, you know, and minimize risk to everyone involved. Uh, anything less than that is reckless and you're being silly, but oh, well they don't, they, they had Brenda lucky, you know, she had her fucking uniform on sideways with a giant subway sandwich in her pocket. Hat was crooked, big, big fat face, you know, great big fat face. 
and just, you know, uh, ultra embarrassing. If you showed someone that was going to be the future commissioner of the RCMP in like 1979, they just would have pulled the revolver out and shot themselves in the head immediately. They'd just be like, yep, figured. That'd be it. And you'd be like, but oh well. Uh, burn before reading. Salute. Thanks, sir. Sir. Thank you, sir. Patton was right. Says, I like to donate to our guys, our people. Hail. Thank you, sir. And Dementia Theater is back. Is this for the last? No, four minutes ago. Nice. Again. <laughs> Same as last time. Nice. <laughs> That's all he says. All night. He says one word. Just that. You know? He's not, he's, not, he's not here to fuck around. He knows what he wants. He's taking it in. He's making the most of it. He's not distracted. He's not on his phone. Uh, Sergeant Roxton, did you see the story about those four subs Canada bought for $750 million? Yeah, I remember that. Only one has been to see since 2021, 43 days last year, and this year 14, and now they want to spend $3.5 million for spare parts. It's, it's an endless cycle of incompetence. It's like a downward spiral of doom. I don't know how to end it. I think you just have to wait for it to destroy itself, and then... Uh, Start over. Start over with, and don't let them in the cave. Remember, it's very important. $91,000 now. Man, we're getting close. Outstanding. Look at all, and like, look, it's just regular, 150 bucks, $50, $40, $25, $25, $50, right? This is just everyday, regular people. Here's, here, I got 20 bucks for you. I got 50 bucks. And uh, that's the power of that. Look at that. Imagine being fucking incarcerated like this, and you're like, how the fuck am I going to come up with money? I have no chance. I'm screwed. Ah, never mind. Hold hold on. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't have a... <laughs> you have some disinterested legal aid guy? Really? Huh. That seems really wildly inappropriate and, and terrible. That seems like a terrible situation. Yeah. No, we'll fix that. We're going to fix that. Uh, what else is going on? Hmm, more Remembrance Day stuff. Is this the one? Maybe not. Not the one I thought it was. <laughs> nuclear weapons. Did you know they have nuclear weapons now? They just admitted it. Um... I was trying to think of where we begin. Begin. It's been two hours. <laughs> um. So if you want to, I mean, you know, speaking of war, I mean, we can talk about the obvious war. For a minute. Oh my lord, that's so loud! Blew my head. Your drums right out of my head. Yeah, it's better. How is it going in? Uh, how is the, how is the war going over in Israel right now? This is, uh, oh, this is the, from the other side. This is their perspective. Oh, they've got long range. Looks like they got mortars, precision mortar strikes. That's interesting. Oh, it's like Stalingrad, just like I said it would be. Yeah, we're just going to do this ruthless house to house ambushing constantly, armored vehicles that have no field of view and are easy to sneak up on, and they're all going to get, yep, there's just exactly like I said would happen. Bye. Bye bye. Now your tank's on fire, and you don't know what's going on. You don't know where you get hit from. One guy's screaming. Your fucking driver is not paying attention to you. You can't move. They're reloading, and now they're coming up behind you. They lost, like, 20 fucking tanks in a day. They're getting absolutely fucking... The amount of money and 
Like, this is like a homemade RPG, I think. Bye! It's <laughs> another one. And they're, they're so bold that they're videotaping it. So they want you to see this. They're videotaping this. Cutting and editing it together somewhere. Smuggling it out and going, look, check this shit out. Probably with the help of the Iranians. Right, right in the rear. Look at that. Right, right up the ass. Bye! Right in the weak spot. It's just endless videos of them blowing up tanks. And they've got endless rockets. This is retar- this is the dumbest strategy I've ever seen. We're gonna go heavy on tanks in a fucking besieged, destroyed city of rocks with a bunch of guys that have a, a billion fucking anti-tank uh, uh, recoilless rifles and fucking rockets. Oh, look, all of them. They, oh, that's all they have. That's all they need. Bye, there's another one. He got a double whammy. What's this? What, they film it from multiple angles? Jesus. So it turns out... Somebody wants to, you know, battle manual strategy, you know, record this stuff for history. Uh, advanced anti-tank, and you know, advanced uh, urban warfare setting anti-tank hunting uh, tactics. Authored by the fucking Palestinian resistance, clearly. What's this? Some kind of observation post. Oh, that's gone. Huh. How'd they do that? Another vehicle. Another one. This is all just the last couple of days. Bye, side shot. Perfect shot. Good shot. You gotta wait. It's important to wait for the right angle, guys. You don't want to hit it on an angle. It'll bounce. You want to get a solid fucking... Like a 90-degree angle is ideal. That's what you want. Oh, look. Perfect. Head on. Right in the turret ring. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's a fucking massacre. He's almost closed the wrong window. Almost closed OBS. That would have been really stupid. That would be almost as stupid as going heavy with your entire tank fleet into a destroyed city of ruins where there's just endless fucking hordes of guys with sandals and RPGs at their disposal in tunnels and caves and bunkers all over the fucking place that can attack from behind you, in front of you, on top of you, underneath, at any point in time, all the time. That's fucking brilliant. Man, the IDF has some fucking big brains over there. They've got some big brains. We should, we should have them train us more. Yep. They, they've got the fucking answers. <laughs> Why do you think Delta Force is over there? Why do you think? Well, we don't know what to do! Yeah, no shit. Uh, Man of the Mountains has just got off the phone with Chris. He's sounding better. His spirits are up, thanks to all of you. He said that he was about ready to give up, and along came the community. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dagalonian says, how do you say RPG... In Jew tank driver. I don't know. Probably RPG. RPG! I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. And they're like point blank shots, too. They're real close. Those things have a good range of like, you know, a couple hundred meters anyway. And they're like, nah, fucking uh, fuck 100 feet's better. <laughs> 100 feet will do. It's wild. I watched that. Uh, we had a Canadian Leopard 2. I was off to the right flank of that thing by probably, you know, 150 meters, 100 meters or so. And I watched like three of these in succession just hit the fucking turret and go straight in the air. Ding! Straight in the air like you hit a bell. Ding! Another one straight up in the air. Fucking turret moves. Clang! Another one. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, they're so lucky, dude. And I think it's because they didn't arm, they didn't arm the warheads or it was the safety setting was set fucking wrong. Because it's like, won't detonate if, it's, if you're firing them from too close. 
It's like if those idiots had been fucking 50, 20 meters further away, you'd be fucking dead right now. But fortunately, because they didn't see them at all. And then they did totally vaporize them. I, I had the fucking beat on this guy. He was dead. As soon as he stood up, I was like, you're mine. And then the instant he stood up, I watched through the fucking just vaporized tank shell fucking it erased him. It's just a giant brown cloud. The RPGs like flies through the air or a tube. It looked like, or maybe it was a leg. I don't know. And then we fucking walk by there later. There's literally just a stain on the ground. I'm like, well, that's what happens when a tank shoots you. You fucking get vaporized and blasted into a million pieces. You become a stain on the ground like that. I was like, wow, that's fucking scary. That's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. You ever see a guy get vaporized, dude? You want to feel not powerful? Watch someone get vaporized from like a hundred, like maybe less than a hundred meters away. Like clearly, you know, huh? And then walk over his remains. It's just dust. It's just red dust, Ricky. Nothing left of him. Holy fuck, boys. Didn't have a chance. No, he didn't. Not from that distance. At least get on top. I don't know. I'm not going to give them hints. I'm not going to give them hints. They're already good at it. I don't need to give them any hints. Um, yeah. All right. Call caught up here. Octomom says someone design someone designed camo for Gaza concrete rubble colors. Apparently, it's Adidas track pants, red and uh, green golf shirts and sandals. Apparently, uh, that's what it is, and it's very effective. <laughs> That's what the, that's the official attire of the Palestinian anti-tank team. Uh, f- All right, we got that one already. Okay, ruffle colors. This Soaker City says this is the guy that Israel is losing to. Oh, Mohammed DF. I don't know who that is. This is the guy. This is him, also known as Kunya Abu Khalid. He's currently the supreme commander. Of the Al Qassam Brigade. Okay, yeah. So he's the militant, uh, the military head. He is the supreme leader. He's top of the most wanted list. No picture of him. They don't know what he looks like. Used in an audio address. They gave this. It looks like that's fucking Ray Romano. What are you talking about? That's Ray Romano. Yes, it is. Look at that silhouette. I'd see that anywhere. Fuck off. This is Ray Romano. Joined weeks after, yeah, okay. Public image. Ooh. Uh, in, in 2014, because this, this guy's going to give up any minute, guys. You want to know why? His wife and his infant son and three-year-old daughter were killed in an assassination attempt. His mother died in 2011. His father died in 2022. So he's literally just all on his own, on his own fucking crusade until death. You know, to literally to the death. Fuck you, make me. I don't give a shit anymore. You've destroyed everything. I've lost everything. There's nothing. That, my literal reason for breathing air is to destroy you. Oh, good. You've got a great, uh, great enemy to fight. He's really committed. This is going to be really tough. Those guys are really in for it. How much are they getting paid? Getting paid. Blood is what satisfies them. They don't even, they're beyond money. <laughs> That's what happens when you torture people. Probably shouldn't have killed his children. Just kill everybody's children until they give up. That's what works, right? Uh, Donkey Donglung says they're combat sandals. Big difference. Okay. All right. Let's check this fucking fun. It's moving pretty, 
pretty wildly. Yeah, every time I go back and refresh the page, $92,555. We're only uh, $7,500 away from a hundred grand in about a day. In about a fucking day. Oh, no, actually well over a hundred because this is just the give, send, go, right? And that's not accounting all the donations people sent into Derek last night and to Ferry and, and they're like, you know, the ones that are like, send this to the... F-. So there's a, there's a few grand there and then there's the, the grift shop again, all the hoodies and shit and shirts that you guys bought and it's like, I told you, we you know, we'll use it for things we need to find. This is something we can use it for. So there's a few... So we're well over a hundred grand. <laughs> I should have, if I was really cocky, could you imagine? He's like, do you think you can get that to me by next Friday? I was like, I'll get it to you by this Friday. <laughs> that would have been extra bonus points. That's like those video games where it's like, if you go, the, if you get extra amounts of kills or more accuracy or you don't die at all, like you just, it's extra difficult to achieve. But if you do it, there's a bigger reward. I was just like, mm, no, I'm not. That's a, that's a risky side quest. I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to be conservative with this, this one. I'll take the maximum amount of time, sir. I'll take the standard mission. I will not take the expert level, cocky, look how big my dick is mission. That seems to be. But it turns out we may have been able to do that. So had I done that, and th- that would have been way you know, more hilarious. That would have scared the shit out of people. <laughs> I'll get it in a day. And then, then, then it happened. They'd be like, whoa. I would be. That's crazy, man. Now, there's some more. 92, 580. Another 25 bucks. So we'll just keep talking and it'll just keep going up. Um, Meanwhile, in the heart of Circulon, Israeli troops fighting in the heart of Gaza City. Hamas leader surrounded in a bunker. Allegedly. You can't, again, you can't believe anything that comes out of here, but they are paying a fucking price, dude. Their army is getting obliterated. This is crazy. They're going to have to kill everyone in there. Or this will never, like, and that seems to be the idea. They seem to be, we're just going to colonize the whole thing. We're just going to take it all, kill everybody. Um, and maybe we have to nuke them. Moscow says Israeli ministers' nuke remarks raise a huge number of questions. Really? Let's let's learn about this for a second. Uh, heritage minister, <laughs> uh, this guy, right? No, this is, just another, this is just another crazy Jew supremacist. Uh, this one says... Nuclear weapons, uh, we, we could use them. I see. Uh, the Russians say, so we are hearing official statements about the presence of nuclear weapons. He was reprimanded by the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi, and suspendedly indefinite, indefinitely, suspended indefinitely from cabinet meetings. Why was he? Why? What's the big deal? You see, because Israel denies they have nuclear weapons. Because the only way they could achieve nuclear weapons, if they have them, means they stole them from the United States. This guy just admitted it. Everyone's known this forever, and they just get again. They get away with whatever they want. They do whatever they want. Go look up who Jonathan Pollard is, and uh, Ryan Dawson has a great uh, video breakdown of that called Numec, ANCReport.com. Go check out that guy, dude. If you're not combing through the shit that the work that he's put into this over the years. You're, you're being ridiculous because it's like, it's free. It's right there. It's right there. Oh, yeah, we'll just nuke everybody. I'm sorry, what? Nukes? No, no, no. You said there were no nukes, remember? You said that was an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory and hate speech, and you're just trying to scare people. That's what you said. Remember when you said all those things? Now you're saying you have nukes. Well, that better not be true. That better not be true, says Russia. I'm like, I agree, Russia. Hey, Russia. That's a great point you just made. Isn't that a great point Russia just made, you guys? 
Hey, hey, Russia, thank you for talking sense. Far-right minister nuking Gaza is an option. Population should go to Ireland or the deserts. That's what this guy said. Okay. It doesn't stop there, though. Oh, he was just drunk and on drugs. He was. Here's this fucking freak show who was part of this. Is he the World Economic Forum guy? Just the creepiest. He's a bug man. He's an... In, I mean, you will start to notice, guys. And I don't mean that, like... If you're being honest, you'll know what I mean. Some people are really good looking. They just are. Some people are just normal looking. They're not uh, they're not hideous. They're not like, oh, there's something fucked up about that person. They're just a per, you know, and then there's kind of a range generally. And then some people are like, you know, not not cute, but you know, otherwise healthy. I mean, they're normal. They're not fucking. And then there's there's other kinds that are like you're literally shaped like some kind of Ill- alien villain. Your, your face resembles some... You look evil. There, you look like there's something really sinisterly wrong with you. And you're like, have you noticed that many of the worst people in the world are hideous? It, it is as if their physical features are starting to take on the characteristics of their own soul. Look at George Soros. He looks like Emperor Palpatine. Do you think that's a coincidence? Look at... Um, what the fuck is that guy's name? Shumner Redstone, Harvey fucking Weinstein. Uh, like, they're just, there's something gross about them and fucked up. Uh, no, the Epstein people, like, look at their faces. Look at the looks in their eyes and the kind of, and you can just start to see, like, none of them are, like, very, very rarely or any of them less than, like, fuck, <laughs> you know? Look at this guy. Yuval Harari. Oh, what 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 does he think? He's a nice guy. He was there for us during the pandemic and all that. He's looking out for you. Now is in the greatest danger that we have been for years. And actually the entire... Strange re- alien rat man with fucking... He looks like some kind of... He's got a pointy face. It's like his bones are trying to escape his body through, his, through the front of his face. Legion is in the greatest danger we have been for years. Uh, yeah, why is that? What did you do this time? Oh, right. You'll never admit it. Uh, we could theoretically be just 24 hours away from a nuclear war. What? Uh, because there is a credible threat that Hezbollah and other Iranian allies will attack Israel with tens of thousands of missiles, in which case Israel could uh, defend itself with all the weapons it has, including nuclear capabilities. So this is a very dangerous moment. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, shh. No, 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 no. Cookie jar, cookie jar, fella. Yuval, hey, hey. He's uh, He's been drinking, guys. He's just, uh, he's feeling, what the fuck are you doing? They're just openly like, we'll fuck. And, and who are they going to nuke? They're just going to nuke people because they're losing. That's, that's actually their doctrine. Go look up the Samson option. If Israel's going to lose a war, it's like, well, we'll just nuke everyone. We'll just nuke everything. We'll just nuke the fucking destroy everyone. Okay. That's a sane policy. Sure. Let's make that part of our um, defense policy. Oh, we're going to lose a war? Destroy the earth. <laughs> All righty. Hellbilly Deluxe says, when the lawyer gets his uh, piece ahead schedule, I think there will be some impressed eyebrows. You know? 
Dagalodian says soulless. Yeah, that's what it is. Genstein says heavily inbred. That's also a problem, I've heard. Inbreeding is not a good idea. You, I mean, obviously. I thought it was obvious, but a lot of these... A lot of these power families are fucking weird about marrying into the right kind of people. And there's not that many of them. And it's getting weird. Like there's, there's, it's not kidding. Like people are marrying their cousins and shit because that's better than marrying someone that's not related to them. I guess it's really strange. It's like, no, they'll have to stay in the bloodline. The family of secrets must stay within the walls of the halls of marriage. Like, okay. Yeah. You guys probably should be done now. I don't think you should be in charge anymore. I think you've lost it. Maybe, maybe like 40, 50 years ago, some of these rulers of the earth were like, they had benevolent intentions and they just, they just, it went off the rail. They've gone, they're madness. They're crazy now. They're deranged. They've all got AIDS because they're all gay. <laughs> I meant because of the. F- Philip had to reprimand me, if you could believe that. Philip, of all people. He's saying it's because the gays are donating the most. <laughs> Philip, that's not. <laughs> Whatever. Listen, we're never going to sort this out. We'll just move on. It's just going to be an endless back and forth of accusations of who's touching who's, who's dicks. And you know what? It doesn't even matter at the end of the day. As long as everybody's getting touched. <laughs> Okay, I mean, it's probably commercial time after that one. Hi, everybody. This is Dag with the Milkshake. It's payday, so remember to go to the grift.shop and spend, spend, spend. Get yourself a brand new Diagalon t-shirt. It'll be perfect for all those summer barbecues, hangouts, and whatever other terrorism you're interested in this summer. You've got money. We'd like to get some of that money. And you can send it to us by ordering something at thegrift.shop. Have a great day! Yeah, it's done, Derek. Yeah, yeah, where's my money? Where's my fucking money, Derek? Don't you fuck me like this, Derek. Um, Don't you fuck me. I will fucking come over there in your little fucking cabin in the middle of fucking woods and I'll fucking kill I don't know if he ever paid Dagwood. I, I, Derek is still with us. I think they worked it out. That's an older, I mean, that's an older advertisement. He was pissed though. He was really, he wasn't in a good mood. You think he would be? I mean, he's a milkshake. He's such a happy looking little guy, but it's like, no, he's vicious. He's been, you know, he noticed, he noticed too much. Just like, just like Kevin. Now he's, he doesn't have time for any bullshit is, but it is. He's just pushy, you know? All right. What are we at now? Um, Kamski says they'll win. I hear some of their hardcore women captured fifteen terrorists. Yeah, right. We talked about that on the on the, the stream last night. Diagoim says, um, "Yeah, there's again people that listen to this are probably like, when was this? I didn't hear this. Fucking, there's all these other channels and people like I'm talking about. Like you guys are missing out. You're not on social media. You're not seeing it. You don't know. You didn't see Greg. What you didn't? We we made." <laughs> Poor Greg. We made Greg get out of bed. We're all fucking hanging out, and I was fucking smoking weed, and it was just like, let's just fucking do an all-nighter to just get as much money out of this as we can and see what happens, and we it was going crazy. And we like, we need some new blood in here. Greg's, it's like 2 in the morning. Greg's texting. He's like, oh, man, you guys are on this crazy. Cool. I'm, I'm so tired. I'm going to bed. I'm gonna, I was like, no, no. And he's like, somebody's just texting. Random people are texting his number somehow. He's like, I'm being bullied from all over the internet to go do this stream. What's going on? 
Everybody bullies him out of bed into the stream. He shows up. He's like, okay, I'll hang out with my friends. And then uh, Derek just starts. And then Derek like just demands he strip for him, strip for everyone. And he does. And then Derek calls him a whore and basically slaps him in front of everybody. <laughs> it was the most abusive thing I've ever seen. It was like crazy bully. Like, why? what did he do to you? <laughs> anyway, we had a night last night. So if you're not following all the other channels, we got to get a website, guys. We got to get diagonal.org set up with everybody's fucking... All the, all the approved pieces of shit. The bigot sphere, I'll call it. Can somebody animate like a globe and there's just like different pieces of real estate and it's like, that's the world you're going into now. The, the crazy fucking whatever these people are up to. You can go to all, you know, get all their stip. I don't know. Why not? Uh, Daguim says, WF Harari looks like Nosferatu with glasses on. I know. Like, he looks evil. Like, he look. if you were going to cast Dracula, like, that's, I mean, something like that. Man on the Mountain says, if you can't contribute at the fundraiser, you can purchase music from jwmickle.com, gregork.com, and stevehanson.ca. 100% of all sales from now to November 17th. Go to the fundraiser. This is crazy. We're going to have 100, dan- 100 grand probably before I go to sleep tonight. It's Well, we act technically are over that, but I want to see the number on the on the main screen. You know what I mean? I'm weird like that. I want to see the numbers go up. I want to see the fucking numbers go Derek invented a word, glambling, you know? He gets right stoned and says Ricky. Is- so, you know, everybody loves Ricky from the Trailer Park Boys, as do I. He's a beloved character. He's a goof. You know, we love him. He's hilarious. And he has his own way of seeing things. And, th- and he has his own words. Because he's, I mean, he's not the brightest guy. But he's actually smarter than he looks. He's actually quite clever. He gets away with it anyway. Despite wearing always track pants and being retarded. And has the worst side. But anyway. As much as we love Ricky. Derek's actually better. Because Derek is a real version of Ricky. Derek's Derek. He's actually like that. He's not playing a character. That's just. You know. Glambling. You know. Getting all glammed up to go gambling. It's fucking g- glambling. It's what they do. And I was like, he's right. There are women that go and they put on makeup and they all go glammed up to go to the fucking casino and pull VLTs. They're glambling. He's right. He's saving everybody time. You see, it sounds retarded, but I'm like, this is brilliant, actually. He's revolutionizing the English language. We're going we're gonna to have to write a book of Derekisms and then we'll add as a manual. It'll be like 20 pages, like a booklet, so you can translate what he says, what he's talking about. There's been a lot of them over the years. We could, maybe we could, dude, you want to grift? Let's fucking grift. I can, if you put my mind to something, it's not good. Look what happens. Don't give me something to do. Don't piss me off and give me a reason. Because, like, <laughs> I was up for two days. I'm on the phone calling. But, dude, we went to town. I got to the boys. Like, this is what we're doing now. Let's go. All hands on deck, everybody. Let's go. Operation Ultra Mega Nuclear Super Grift is go. When? Right now. Today. I'm not even dressed. No time. Get in the truck. <laughs> Edgy's getting thrown in the back of the truck in his underwear. What's going on? Just fucking get in there. Go, go, drive! Where the fuck are they going? You know? That's basically our lives. Every day, it's just nonsense. There's no time. People don't even have time to get dressed. People are just eating on the go. What is this food I found on the floor? Wow, we gotta go. We gotta go finish the cementing, you know? Winter is coming. Who killed my goat? You know? <laughs> Our lives are insane. They're very fun. It's very... We're having a great time, actually. Some of these guys have completely changed their lives. And I'm, I mean that. I'm serious. They went from, like, much worse situations. And now they're much happier. They're much more in control of their their future. And, their de- and they feel... They're much mentally... They're in a much better place. I had a guy stop me on the street the other day. 
couple of weeks ago, and he was just like, "Hey, uh, I was going to I was going to Tim Hortons anyway. I was just waiting for my uh, vehicle to get fixed, and uh, or was just doing maintenance and shit, right?" And he was like, "Yeah, we fucking uh, we were living in, in the city in Ontario, and I was like, this is fucking shit. Like, I hate this." Let's get out of here. Like these guys are right. And they sell fucking take off and take everything and sell everything. And they're like, I, he's like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about farming or animals or any of that shit. I was like, I'll just figure it out. It's like, put your, like start. Okay. What do I need to do? What do we, I mean, there's limits to how, what you can do with that. Right. But basic day-to-day living stuff that our great grandparents used to do and so on. Like, why can't you do that? It's, it, you don't have to go to a fucking, you don't need 10 years of specialized training. You know, a couple afternoons with some people that know what they're doing can get you started. And then you just learn as you go, like everybody else. He's like, yeah, I've got all these fucking animals now and chickens and fucking my kids go to this school. They're super happy. My wife's happy. We're fucking doing great. Like right on, you know, that's somebody going, I am not being a victim anymore. I don't like this and I'm going to do something else now. I have decided that I am in charge of what goes on around here. Not the world. I'm not laying here just taking things. Cool. Good for you, man. Happy to hear stuff like that. Camus Key says, why don't redneck girls do reverse cowgirl? Because you don't turn your back on family. That's really rude. How do, And why do you know? Is this something you're aware of? Or like, is this something? Is this, is this like, is this wisdom? Is this like a, is this like a, a saying? Is this your clan motto? Or what's going on here? I don't know. I don't know. What, you're getting weird about this volunteering, your information you're volunteering. He says, I donate to the fund if he danced to Goodbye Horses shirt off. No. We're not, we don't need it anymore. Not for, for $3? Are you out of your mind? What do I look like? Greg, Greg Wycliffe? He'll do that for free. You don't get this out of me for free. <laughs> He's going to be like, oh, come on. Listen, you drink milk, sir. Like a baby. Like a ba- baby's drink milk. Are you a baby? You want some of mommy's milk, little baby? Do you need to grow up to be big and strong, little baby? You need some little warm milk, little baby. There's no time for that. There's no time for that. Unless you're mixing it with protein shakes and it's like, fine, whatever. You're just trying to extra calories. You better be deadlifting 500 pounds, though. In the liftocracy, like, there's limit. If you're like a sloth, and I mean, Greg, to, to his credit, Greg is in shape. So, technically, he can if he wants to. I'm just making fun of him for it. But if you're like a slob... No, it gets slapped out of your mouth and you'll be drowned in a toilet. You absolutely, that's a, that's a capital offense. Because you're also driving up the price of dairy's expensive as it is. And the sacred bovine, you know, everyone's very protective of the cows. I've learned. They're very into the cows, right? And you're making it wait, you know, you're wasting it. You know, it's wasted on you. You haven't earned this. You didn't earn the sacred, you know, cheese of the cow or the milk or, or the meat. No, 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 no. No, you've had enough, Okay. So if you've earned it, it's okay. If you haven't, hey, I, I, we hate you, and we're going to drown you in a gas station toilet. I don't know, like Fight Club or something. Or maybe, you know, when I come back and check, we're going to take their license, scare the shit out of them. When I come back, I'm going to come back and check on you in 90 days. And if you're not well on your way to fucking fixing yourself, you will die, you know? <laughs> Whatever it was, if you're not a veterinarian, but if you're not tr- well on your way to doing this, I know where you live. Okay. Hell, Billy says, if you're going on tour, I got a line on a half-ton towable RV for you. RV life. I will eventually. I mean, the, the busyness, the craziness shit around here, but uh, probably in the new year, I think. Dagalonian says, when you go to cash it out and the gambling app pops up, do not pull it, put it all on red. Just saying. Is that a real thing? 
Just before you leave, do you want to risk everything you've just uh, won? And one, just one last spin, you could triple or quadruple your money. And people say yes, and they lose everything. It's like, you... F These are not wise decisions to make. Mark Miller says, Diaga TV guide for what's on when, pick and choose who to watch at what time. Yeah, maybe. It didn't used to be this many people, so it wasn't that hard to follow. There was like literally three of us. It was like three channels, and we kind of just rotated around. There's there's like 20 now. There's a whole... I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of people doing all kinds of things. You got V4F and all those guys going on. You got fucking Saxons over there. East Coast Canadians still around somewhere. Edgy and Slippy and Derek and Ferry. It's crazy. Some of the girls are on social media doing shit. Like, it's a fucking... It's getting quite... Um, there's new people all the time. <sighs> Good times. Just totally... Totally subverting the expectations of the system entirely. Just totally, just, you know, 94, almost $95,000. That's all. <laughs> the seething. So, and imagine, too, there's people that are mad that this is successful. They're mad that we are successful because it's us. And it's like, so you would rather this guy not be helped by the benefit of a fucking proper, you know, legal defense, as is his right as a Canadian? You'd rather that not happen, huh? Because you hate us that much? Wow, you're cool. You're an adult. You're a grown-up. I want to hear more of your opinions, for sure. You're totally not worth uh, ignoring forever. No. No. No, sir. What else is going on? Hmm. don't care about that. The damage Canada spies can do. Somebody told me this uh, recently. How long is it? Oh, it's a big one. I'll have to read this story. Uh, somebody sent this to me. It was published in Al Jazeera. It's fairly recent. And like I said, there's some weird things going on inside CSIS I'm hearing. Like, there's some earthquakes and tremors happening. This is in uh, 1st of June of this year by Al Jazeera columnist Andrew Mitrovica or Mitrovka. The damage Canada spies can do. CSIS has been abusing the extraordinary powers it has been given, smearing innocent Canadians. It is time to hold it to account. Oh, that sounds accurate, actually. A tale of two men who risked their lives as veteran police officers to serve their country only to have their life's work and loyalty to Canada smeared by spies. I'm going to check out this story later. I, it's, it's fairly lengthy. But, you know, more of what you'd expect, more of the same. That sounds like Canada, doesn't it? Things are going well. What's this say? Implosion of downtown San Francisco forces McDonald's to close after 30 years. If you can't even hold a McDonald's, you're in bad shape. You're in bad shape. How bad could it be? Oh, what? There's always been homelessness. There's always been crime. There's always been... Have you seen some of the cities in America now? The United States of America. What the... like? supposed to be the most powerful, the most wealthy, the most high standard. I mean, it's the United fucking States of America, the best country in the world. There's nowhere better to be than this. Have you seen what their cities look like now? It looks like fucking RoboCop. Look at this. This is San Francisco. If you can ignore the mumbling. There's just people just dead on the street, just laying there, smoking crack openly, just trash everywhere. Like, it's, this is Blade Runner. Look at this place. This is downtown. Where is this? Bangladesh? No, this is San Francisco, dude. San Francisco. 
Who wants to? What do you think tourism's like down there now? Good. I had some like liberal friends years ago that went there on like some vacation because they got married there, right? And I was like San Francisco, and this was like five or six years ago. And I was like, it's getting kind of fucked down there. Like, no, it's fucking one of the best cities in the whole world. It's so fucking amazing. You're a stupid bigot. Fuck you. Oh look, I was wrong again. I was wrong again. Good, good thing you chose idiot, nonsense, stupid, bitch, liberal logic over a friend you've had for 25 years. Thanks. Good job, Pete. Thank you. Yeah, because I was totally wrong. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you shit your pants? Cool. Right on, man. Just sorry. Just trying to get to work. Trying to get to work through Blade Runner. Get her alive. You're coming with me. This is... Ro- look. There's a- did you see his shirt? Half his shirt was missing. It looked like an animal attacked him. This is just trashed in this. Oh my god, how long does this go on? Oh, there's some more. Oh, yeah, needles everywhere. Holy living fuck, man. Hey, man, smoke a crack, man. Yes, he is. Look at that guy, he's a zombie. Just suspended in animation in the street. How long does this go on for? I'm kind of fascinated. I want to see how far it goes. I want to see if she gets killed randomly. This is like cyberpunk or something. Just don't talk. It doesn't... None of it makes sense. You're just mumbling nonsense. Is that somebody sleeping? Or is this just a dead body with a tarp over it? The Vincent Hotel? Sounds classy. When the Vincent Hotel was open, do you think... They're like, this is a good location. We're going to do good business here. Our family's going to be able to run this hotel for generations. Thank good. We've made it, guys. The Vincent family is finally on the map in San Francisco, hey? Fast forward to 2020. Oh, it's like we're bums and strippers and cross dead people and fentanyl addicts. It's it's Blade Runner outside. It's RoboCop outside. That's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, we saw the you know Alcus. We saw the Palestinians destroying all the tanks. And yeah, that's very impressive. It's very good. Um, right, and they are banning people for that. Oh, this is a great one. You'll like this. I'm gonna check the uh, check the chat soon. We're running out of time. Uh, Jensen says it was funny to hear you talking to the lawyers as a relatively normal professional adult. How the fuck do you do with the psychos in the stream? I just ignore them usually, or I make fun of them because they, you know, I don't know. I try to psychologically abuse them in a way that's like training. So it's like there's a. <clears throat> so what I do is I could treat them like, uh, well, they're they're crazy. They treat them like dogs. So you insult them when you when they're doing things that you want them to stop doing, and then you compliment them when they're doing things that you like. So it's like a positive, you know, it's like training a monkey or something, right? does the wrong thing, you fucking electrocute it. And it does the right thing, you give it a hamburger. And it's going to start to learn what you like and what you don't like. And then it will become uh, a loyal, you know, psychopath slave that you can send out into the world to do any number of things. Any number of things. I'm, I'm basically grooming an army of maniacs that at any point... Like, did you think the bees was re- actually bees? No, it was these guys. They're sleeper cells. They're sleeper diagonal cells all over the country. At any point, I can just snap my fingers and it will all be ours. It's all true. We we're going to attack every police station simultaneously, seize power... Um, cut the power lines, you know, crippling infrastructure, you know, just cutting everybody out of control and then seizing, seizing government centers all over the country simultaneously. It, I know what we're thinking. It would be like, fuck, you need like a million people to pull that off. I, we have a million people. We have 5 million people. Um, nearly a third of the country is secretly in this super top secret militia. They just, in the nick of time, they stopped us. Thank goodness they put everybody in jail. We were so close. CSIS is such a, a treasure. And, you know, the RCMP is such a, you know, so heroic. I, I can't, I don't know how we'll ever repay them, you guys. It was so, so incredible. And the government now, it knows, you know, because they're, they're, so, they're so respectful of you 
that um, and they're they're really good with their money. We'll have to hand them that. That they've now spent um, seven hundred thousand dollars on consultants for advice on how to save money on consultants. Yeah, they spent um, $700,000 asking people how to not waste money. Well, um, maybe you don't spend uh, $700,000 on that question. There's a good start. Federal government hired a consulting firm to get advice on how to better save money on consultants. What you want to do is pay them even more money. Pay them more money? Yeah, pay them more money. Because if you pay them more up front, they're going to feel guilty. And then down the road, your costs will go down. So the average purchase price of the subcontracting over time, as you can see by our graph, reduces the mean expenditure of your treasury significantly by double-digit figures. Do you think they bought it? I think they're going to buy it. Sounds super sketchy, but I'll trust you. Oh, thanks for doing business with me. I'm a contract. I'm a government contractor owned by other former government and current government employees. And this is all just a giant stealing operation. We're just paying our friends. We're just stealing. We're coming up with new ways to steal shit every fucking day. That's all. Oh, my God. How do we save money? We're fucking super broke. Let's pay our friends some more and, you know. Oh, my God. In 2022 to 23, the government spent $15.7 billion on outsourced professional and special services, an increase of 88%. So what do we need you for? What do we need the government for if we're spending $16 billion on other people making decisions? Let's just hire them and you can leave. I mean, right? Like that. I mean, that should. What, what are you here for then? If you're spending fifteen billion dollars, that sounds like that would be the total. That's way more than is necessary for every decision maker and policy maker and thinker and planner in the country to be paid a full time sal, a generous full time salary. And there's no need for you at all. There is no need for you whatsoever. So, I mean. What would you say it is that you do here? What would you say you do here? Hi. I I told you. We're the the government. We're the government of Canada. (laughs) Like, that's it. Dude, they all do this. They're all the same. It doesn't matter who it is. I was in the military under the conservatives. You know what happened? Lots of stealing, dude. Lots of fucking stealing went on. As it always does. I take the decisions from the policymakers and I put them in the machine and I press the buttons. Well, so why can't the policymakers that you paid why can't why can't they just why can't they just put it in the machine and push the buttons? Because they're not they're not they're not people persons. They're they're not they don't know how to deal with the customers, with the peasants. They don't know how to they're not fucking people persons. Uh-huh. So again, what is it that 
just in the simplest terms, what what would you say it is that you do here? Because uh, I really don't like being stolen from. There's traditionally certain things that happen, and in you know, in life and in times when people steal, you know. And it's dealt with in a in a, in a way. Where's my money, bitch? Don't make me ask again. Where's the money, bitch? What? Office Space is an amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, you're missing out. It's genius. Legitimately a great movie. And if you haven't seen it, that joke won't make as much sense until you see it, but that's the funniest part of the movie. (laughs) One of them. It's one of the funnier parts of the movie. I'm going to burn the building to the ground. (laughs) Great film. We should have have an approved library of sweet movies. (laughs) There was one more thing. Uh, is this the last one? There was something else I wanted to talk about that's just stupidest too. And then we'll get out of here. Oh, right. Oh, there's there's literally so much, man. And look, 95,000. 95,232. And the guys are going to keep going. I think Ferry's going to be going for a bit after this. I might stick around for a little while. It's been a long couple of days. I got to get to sleep soon. This has been bananas, but... Fuck me. Two-thirds of the way there in a day? I'd say we'll, I'd say we'll get... Uh, and we've got... Even if it's even if it stopped right now, we have a couple of people that are willing to step in and uh, lend us a little bit here, and you know, plus some savings that some of the guys have. And yeah, we'll get it. Like it's pretty much a done deal at this. It's pretty much guaranteed at this point. So you know, not almost. We're, we're pretty confident. It's like uh, you know, in poker, the every card that comes up, your odds go up. Like we're, it's looking good. You know, we're we're in good shape here. We're we're looking at a. We got a high flush already. But we might get a straight flush here. You know, like we're 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 sitting good. I hate him. I know you do. I know you do. That's why I rub it in. Because you, if I, I, I couldn't hurt you if you just moved on with your life. But you never will. So it's like, well, since you're here, since you're here. Um, what else? Anything else? Let's check the chat and just go through this one more time. Ah, that's the wrong one. Frank says, uh, "Boohoo!" Is Ashley, Matthew, and Candy going to get called into the office? Fired the lot of them. Well. Like I said, I'd be taking the top 20 people on down, I think. Because it's always the leadership. That's the most important thing. At the end of the day, that's why like the captain's supposed to go down with the ship. That's And our society's backwards. Our leaders are never held accountable for anything. It's supposed to be a vener... I keep using this word tonight. It's supposed to be like a revered, cherished, sacred kind of position that people take on as a huge responsibility. Not because they're, they're going to make money and be power. These are not the right things to pursue. This should be seen as like with like fear and like, oh my God, I hope I don't ever get put in a position like that. 
Because if you fuck things up, it's like your fault. And like people suffer because of you and the bigger the more responsibility you have, the more, you know, room there is to fuck things up too. And that's a huge responsibility. A lot of people are trusting you to make smart decisions on their behalf. And if you make the wrong ones and everybody suffers, oh fuck, dude, it's your fault, man. So don't fucking step into that into that world unless you're ready to handle that and take responsibility for things. And we have the people that never do that. They never take responsibility for anything. They do whatever they want. And they're the worst kind of, they're not leaders at all. They're just stooges. They're just fucking stooges. If we had real leaders, real people of quality and honor in these positions, none of this would have happened because uh, the politicians, even if they're all pieces of shit, it wouldn't have mattered. The army would have said no. The police would have said no. The media would have said, what the fuck are you doing? The doctors would have said, are you out of your mind? This isn't science. There's none of this. is. Everyone would have said, suck it. What are you doing? And instead, everyone went, okay, fuck me harder. DP me. I don't care. Because nobody, there was no leadership. The people that had the power, that had the, the that had the stick, that was like I could. Like I'm saying, you know, with this fundraiser, right? Like if I was, if it was just me and I had like you know an audience of ten people, it's a couple of my friends, I couldn't do this. But I felt like in my in my head, I'm like, I think I could do this, so I I should try to do this. I think I'll either fail miserably and say, well, I mean, we fucking tried, or we'll succeed, and that would be dope. So the decision is clear now, obviously. So we have to try. And nobody did that. Not enough people did that. You need to have the right people in the right place because people look up to their their leadership for guidance, for advice, for what to do. And instead of leading them and helping them, you just fucking shit all over them, rob them, kill the pile of them. And then when they got upset about it, you're like, take their bank accounts away. Raj, okie doke. Who's a bad guy? It's me. Is I'm the bad guy, am I? Dagalonian says, whoa, wait. Who's not a psycho here? Uh, not not many. Most of you guys are psychos. I think so. I'm, I'm scrolling through the chat right now and I don't I don't see anybody that isn't. No. Taco, he's fucking nuts. Chelsea's crazy. Fog lies insane. Yeah, no, all these people are yeah. Sir Patchy's a maniac. <laughs> Yeah, Odyssey. You don't even have to look at Odyssey, man. Mark Miller, gun bomb, holy gun bomb, stife. <laughs> um, Alex Wood says, "I'm going to try the government's method with its consultants. I'll keep giving you my money until you finally drop your f's podcast. What? Stop until you finally stop doing your. I'm not sure what you mean. I'm going to try the government's method with consultations. I'll keep giving you my money until you finally." I'm confused. Dagalonian says, plan FYMM comes through again. Go figure. I know. It's got to be frustrating for the people that don't like us, you know? $95,255. <laughs> Two minutes ago, Luke threw in $20. Kim threw in seven, uh, $50. Seven minutes ago, eight minutes ago, JJ came by with 50 Cindy threw five, 50 in nine minutes ago. Ms. M. Bishop, here's 20 Anonymous, $12. Anonymous, 30, 13 minutes ago. 12 minutes ago, 16 Literally every couple minutes all night long, just on and on and on. That's how it gets done. These aren't backbreaking numbers. Like, hey, you got 20 bucks? Come on, everybody. Got 20 bucks? Watch, watch us move a mountain. You want to see something? Watch this. That's impossible, is it? Let's see. Eve, little faith, you, you doubted the power of Philip. You doubted, you doubted the dark, odious power. 
Do you think this is a game? Did you think this was some kind of joke? I feel bad for you. I really do. You don't you're not prepared for what lies ahead, I don't think. I'm gonna make sure I check all this. I feel like I was missing there's one thing I wanted to get to. So much. Right. I'll leave that in there. Yeah, I'll just yeah, we're gonna get out of here in a few minutes, so if you're if you're you know Got here late. You didn't catch up. Once again, the uh, website is givesandgogot.com slash Lysac Defense Fund. And uh, hilariously, <laughs> what I thought was going to be a huge squeeze to pull off in two weeks is uh, virtually near, you know, two thirds of the way to completion in about 26 and a half hours. So that's interesting. <laughs> Very good, guys. And he's uh, he's very appreciative of it. I'm just going to let uh, one more time. Because he wanted you guys to know, man. He wants to know. Like, he's in there suffering bad. This is torture. Like, for him, his family, his kids. Um, they've got sick family members in the hospital right now. <sighs> like, what a, what a fucking... When shit like this happens, that makes me feel like, you know what? We're going to make it. You know? I think we're going to be okay. Because this, there's, a, there's, still a lot, there's still a lot of good people out there. There is. That see this for what it is. And uh, show up when called upon. So, thank you for using Tell Me. Hi, this is Chris Lightback. I have asked Jim and Kevin Watson to do this and arrange a Give Tango and bank account. I endorse them doing this so I can retain new legal counsel and pay him. Thank you all for donating to this. All this humbles me. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. And my girls, thank you too. For your effort. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care of yourself. Okay. Tell everybody that too, please. Will, I will, man. I'll pass it on. Okay. Okay. Stay hard, brother. Yeah, okay. hang in there, man. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for using Tell Me. Like you... <laughs> They're still fucking battling on, man. Could you do that? Could you fucking have your life destroyed, be separated from your kids, your reputation, all of it, your job's gone, you're fucking, you might have to sell off all your property, half the country thinks you're a terrorist, and you're just in there for years with, you know, no idea if it's ever going to end. Weeks, months, years, still just gritting your teeth in there like, nope, not going to tap, nope. Mm. And the amount of shit that we've had to put up with, and the amount of, and I feel, you know, I hate seeing people take shit on my behalf. Like I just, I'm just like, throw it at me, man. Don't fucking pick on the, but, but people want to, and they get up and they, you guys stick up for each other and us and the, you know, every, it's not always been easy. You know, there's, there's been moments, right? Everybody stuck together. Everything held together. I mean, fucking ceases came at everybody showing up to houses and tear and nobody, there was nothing to. Weathered all of that and all all of the, the, the bullshit and the abuse, police arresting people and all the, the constant nonsense, dude, of it all. It just really, it really reminds you, again, like, 
what we really have here and what's still available in this country and what still could be possible. When we know how to tap into our, you know, on our, into our, into our collective power and, and really push for something, um, it's really something. And people are able to lean on each other over the years and they've made friendships and relationships and, and businesses and, and found jobs and rebuilt their lives and gotten sober and moved, you know, it, it's had children. And that took a Pete that took, that was required because every, everybody had to put a brick in the wall. Everybody had to chip in something, whatever they could. And to, you know, together bond, literally bonded by trauma. This is something that happens in the army to a lot. Like we, these guys and I we're friends for life. Like no matter what happens, there's nothing, literally almost nothing that could happen that I wouldn't still defend these guys because it's like, we went to war together, dude. You don't understand. You just don't, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't get it, man. No, literally you wouldn't. It's called trauma bonding. And that happened to all of us. We all collectively together uh, went through the last three years and everything that's happened and everything we've endured and our families have had to endure and so on. And we were driven together uh, in this in this crucible of bullshit. And because of that, because everybody's willingness to you know step up and do that and, and put themselves out there and do this, we, they were able to you know survive. Not because of anything you know. I said or did or anything like that because you took it upon yourself to get into that headspace and put yourself out there and find people and talk to people and start to change. And you're doing great because you chose to not be a victim. You chose to fight instead. And that was the, that was, you know, you get glimpses of it here and there. You can tell it's like a fire that's on its way out, but it's not quite, there's little pops here and there. I, I see little embers in there, man. I think there's something still, I think if you Kick that enough and you throw the right ingredients in there. I don't know. Every once in a while, you, you know, you see something and um, this is just this is just more proof of it, man. I'm really proud of you guys. I'm really um, I'm really happy. I'm really um, satisfied and fulfilled. And it's like we could all just blow up tomorrow. I'd be like, we did pretty good. We did pretty good. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die 
who's gonna win that itch. And I know if I'm gonna have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now I can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. As football guys, that's all it is. It's more than football. Now, what are you gonna do? fucking proud of you guys what's your plan for tomorrow are you a leader or will you follow are you a fighter or will you cower it's our time tip out let's fucking go what's your plan for tomorrow are you a leader or will you follow are you a fighter or will you cower it's our time tip out the power what you gonna do when they show up in taxes On your street and I'm in boots And then silence you What you gonna do? What you gonna say When they strip your rights away And the tax man makes you pay There's nothing, the so There's nothing the to say. There's nothing to say. There's just shit to do. Thank you so much, guys. Keep it up. Take care of each other. Let's keep it going. Wagingkitchen.com. Follow my social media links, Telegram, Substack. And of course, the Griff.shop. Give and go slash defense. Line sack defense fund. Thank you so much, guys. Six up the Toronto's. Pump that. Pump fucking power.
Cheers, Phil. Yeah. That was a good... I guess that's it. I mean, spiritually, that's the end of season three, I guess. Now we're in, like, hiatus writer's mode. I don't know. Maybe we'll do, like, specials and talk shows. You know what I mean? It's the off-season, kind of. We're just going to mail it in for the next little while until we really go into season four. Probably around... I don't know. We'll see what happens. Something could blow up. Something could explode. Yeah. Great job. Great job, buddy. It is street time. Let's 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 do it. For those, I mean, they're OGs. That's why they're still listening to you. That's why they're here. They're always up to your fucking shenanigans. You've got this whole disciple of weirdos, right? They've earned it. Drop the drop one of the sacred fucking jams on them. I listened to this. Uh, this is one of my favorite songs, actually. And uh, some of the guys, I think it was. Uh, I don't want to say in case I get it wrong, but I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure. They sent me the lyrics to this when I was in jail, and I, I taped it on the wall next to my bed. And it just reminded me every day that uh, as long as you don't give up and as long as you keep going one, you know, you keep going forward, uh, you always have a chance, and it's really the only way to win. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. to existence on and on We'll take whatever comes to be while keeping hopeful melody And we'll cruise through the darkness until the warmth of dawn So roll, roll your bastards you never can tell Through water like glass above a briny howl So roll She will best us We'll never see the land We carry on the burden And we hide our grimace well For the day will come for us to mutiny But as long as we survive Our hope and pride they can't deprive And we'll carry on our melody To sing in harmony so roll, roll your bastards, you never can tell Over water like glass, above a briny howl So roll, 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 come give her all you can Or the sea she will best 
Yeah. 